Now Nick Jackson on doing the back. What is that? Gummy bear. Gummy bears all over the ring. Joey Ryan, the spirit of the gummy bears. What an idiot. Come on, man. Save, I don't care. Save Candace. Gummy bears are stupid and delicious. Scoot, what size shoe do you wear? Uh, it depends on who makes it. Uh, this one in particular is an 11 and a half. Uh, somewhere between 11 and 12 and a half, depending on what Chinese small child made the shoe. <laughs> okay. So I'm sitting here um, on the couch next to Scoot, and he's got his leg crossed, and his shoe is enormous. And it, I just had to ask, it, what size is there it? shit on it or anything? No, there's okay, you good. got little crosses on the bottom, so if you ever needed to fight a vampire... I could just drop kick them. Just take I your shoe super off kick them. and wave it at no, them. No, fuck that. I'm going to super kick them. And you learned how to super kick at the Hell in a Cell party. I did. So. Thank you, Lane. Yeah. We super kicked lights at that party. We did. That was fun. I'm this so one looks mad. actually higher than the ones we were kicking at my house. Uh, I could probably reach it. Uh, I'm sure you could. <laughs> so, I could big boot it. I don't know about super kick. You could big boot it. I could big boot it. Of course you could. Yeah. So it, welcome to the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> um, I'm Derek. April is not here tonight. She is helping yeah. her grandmother yeah. with taxes yeah. or something. I think it was so, her mom. Mom. Somebody is doing taxes. There's a lot of receipts and it's getting crazy. The receipts are 5,000 pounds on her table. It's almost as heavy as a steel stair. One section, not both, because both yeah. you couldn't lift. Both, if you build a wall out of them, a might be indestructible unless you throw Big you Show. Could, you could total a car them. running into this wall of receipts. There you go. April is buried under receipts, kind of like a coffin match. She's, if she was still she's the buried, champion... She's buried like Fandango right now. <laughs> <laughs> if she was still the champion, this would be a great opportunity to go pin her. Yes. So April's absent... I'm here, Derek. I'm with Scoot. Hello. And Doug. Hey. And, um, shit, how was y'all's Thanksgiving? Have we seen each other since Thanksgiving? No, we recorded the night before Okay, Thanksgiving was last Thursday. It was. Yeah. Um, Scoot, how was yours? Uh, mine was good. Actually, I didn't do Thanksgiving on Thursday this year due to, uh, work scheduling of the hosts of Thanksgiving, so we had a Thanksgiving on Saturday. It was fantastic. Doug? Uh, kind of low-key, but Was yours kosher? Uh, actually, we don't give two fucks about that in my house. I don't know why. We've never cared, but, like, because the rules get ridiculous. Like, you can't have meat and dairy, so you can't have a cheeseburger. And who the fuck doesn't want a cheeseburger? Why are there rules with what you can and can't eat? Uh, Something to do with the Old Testament. Back in the day, shit was actually dirty, so it was just a survival thing. But now it doesn't really matter. However, I did watch a shit ton of Orange is the New Black, and apparently the kosher meals in prison are way better than the actual Yes. They would have to be. They're fresher. They taste better. And so everyone's trying to be Jewish. Yes. Yes. That was a great episode. I haven't gotten one. that far. I'm on episode four. It's a good Like one. season one or season three? No, season three. Come okay. on now. Give me a little Come more credit on. than okay. that. Fuck. All right. Um, while we're talking about being Jewish, so, you know, there's like Elf on a Shelf. I thought yeah. we were going into talking about our finances. <laughs> <laughs> That's racist. Um, Elf on a Shelf. There's something I've <laughs> seen um, with Halloween witch on a bitch or something like witch that. Witch on a bitch. Witch on a broom. The wit. The switch witch. That's what it, the switch witch. <laughs> so you get the idea. You know, kids, um, parents will set the little doll in the house and it's supposed to like be mischievous. Yeah. Well, Chuck was in the Goodwill the other day. 
and found a minch on a bench. What? It's a, a minch. It's a Jewish a elf Jewish on a shelf? elf on a shelf. A minch on a bench. That's fucking amazing. I know. I won't. Isn't how, that amazing? How much are y'all selling that for? I don't know if he bought it or not. Why would you? Where the fuck did he see it? I, I mean, think the Goodwill over here. Oh my god! Oh, Mench on a bench. That's better than like the Goodwill in Asheville. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> um, that was hysterical. I thought that is pretty entertaining. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, a mench is a stereotypical example of a good Jew. That's what you call a good guy. <laughs> what do you so call like, a bad I'll call guy? Scoot a real mench. Um, what do you call him? Schlemiel. Oh, a okay. Schlemiel. Yeah. Schlemazel. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And then we just start doing Laverne and Shirley. And then you just start naming foods. Minch on a bench. Holy I'll fuck. I'll be damned. That's there's amazing. A, it's yeah. a real thing. There's a lot of goyim in this room right now. Uh, yeah. Right? I'm schwitzing. Yeah. Uh, I'm very verklempt right That's now. That's ah. <laughs> I actually don't know what any of this I means. think verklempt means like you're um, ch- Overcome you're with up. emotion. Over okay, emotion. I'm people verklempt. also use it for constipated. So I thought whatever. it was like, I've got something stuck in my throat. No, I, I, I went to the bathroom when I got home today, so I'm not verklempt. <laughs> Ew. Everybody poops, Derek. I don't. Everyone does. It's a thing. It, it's so sad. There, there are two books you can read about pooping since we're talking about religion. There's... One <laughs> is Everybody Poops. The Catholic one is You're a Naughty Boy, and that's concentrated evil coming out of you. <laughs> I like that. It's good. I like that a lot. Yeah. It's so sad at Christmas because you like go to most of the stores. And there's no like Hanukkah shit at all. Yeah, because then you go really to Target to sell a dreidel. And Target's slightly progressive, so they have one end cap of like... Three menorahs. And it's like, here's all your juice stuff. I'm like, thanks, guys. Oi. Oi, bae. Oi, bae. Here's some oil. (laughs) Only enough for three days. My Thanksgiving was pretty good. I had to cook a lot. Did you? Yeah. It turned out pretty good. Did you shove your hand up a bird's ass? Just two. There's three fingers. Oh, just three fingers? I watched my cousin's wife fist apples into a turkey's ass. (laughs) (laughs) Did you put it on you porn afterwards? No, but I was the one cutting up the apples. So I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> oh, my you God. You should have periscoped. I should have periscoped it, or at least Snapchatted <laughs> a video of the damn thing. All right, I have a serious question for you guys. Okay. Yes. All right, so um, Chuck and I close on the house. Woo-hoo! Thank you. Um, on Tuesday. But my question to you is, should I pull a John Cena and make him sign a cohabitation agreement? Um, How long have you all been together? A decade. Almost a 11 decade. years. Um, it might be safe. Might be a good idea. Are I'm you going to draft it yourself. Well, now, or call I will your tell you that in South Carolina, uh, there's no common law marriage anymore. That's not a thing. So, so I need this. So you maybe. would be shit up the creek. So uh, I need I need my podcast friends to draft a cohabitation agreement for yeah. me to present to Chuck. I can do this, and I need a camera there with me. As this is happening, to do it very total diva style. Yeah, we yeah. can totally do okay. that. Okay, can y'all do we that? We can for make me? that happen. Yeah. Okay. Um, sounds good to me. Sounds fun. Sounds like a plan. It does because <laughs> number one, unless Chuck listens to this episode, he's not going to know anything. Oh, about it. I'm going to make him listen to the first. What have we been going? Five, ten minutes. Seven. Yeah. Seven minutes. Listen <laughs> to the first seven minutes. It involves you. <laughs> oh, good. That's great. Yeah. Also, Chuck, thanks for insisting that Doug had to come or Derek had to come over tonight. Yeah. We appreciate it. Yeah, I've been cleaning a lot. The new house getting it ready, and my fingers are really itchy. I have an itchy thumb. An itchy All that, thumb? those cleaning products just dried me out, man. We have lotion if you need it somewhere. Um, Scoot, I like your hat. Thank you. I feel like I need a hat. Scoot's you got a 
I call it a toboggan. What do you call it? Uh, yeah, toboggan. A beanie? beanie? Anything like that works. I call it toboggan when I was little. I never knew what a beanie was. My Canadian friend, when I said toboggan, was like, isn't that a sled? I'm like, well, yes. Your mom. <laughs> it's both. <gasps> it's a slouchy beanie. Oh, my gosh. Derek, now that you have lotion, should I take my pants off? There's a lot of lotion right now. There's a lot <laughs> of hand cream. This is calming skin. There's a hat. Thank you, cat. And... Some more. Hand- There's a lot of jacking off going on. You're not using. <laughs> you're not using lavender lotion on on these meat and two bits. That's not happening. You want like now, that? The userin. You can go for that. That's moisturizer. Yeah, we'll try it in a little bit. All right, cool. Um, so I'm only a button and a zipper away from being butt naked in here. <laughs> we can already see your taint. Oh, thanks. Yeah, these pants have a hole in them. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you and um, Scoot and Doug went to. Uh, some shows this weekend. We did. Real quick before we get to that while we're on Thanksgiving stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, Spartanburg shout out local business thing. Hub City Tap Room, I believe it's called, where the Cyclops Cidery is housed. Nice little place. I hadn't been before, but me and my sister and brother in law now have a tradition after Thanksgiving dinner. We go to like one Black Friday store and then we go drink. So right that's on. a pretty good tradition. Yeah, it, it was awesome. So, where'd you go for place. your Black Friday shopping? Best Buy. Kelly wanted to look at something. I, I didn't even go to. I went to. There was nothing the left because it was like eight o'clock at night. So. Oh yeah, if you went, it was there, on Friday. Open. Yeah. So. Oh, on Friday. Okay. Yeah. So you actually went on Black Friday and not Gray yeah, no, Thursday or whatever. Not the fuck whatever they call the it. fuck is happening now, where they start at six o'clock. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's insane. You know, I went Black Friday shopping to one store, and I went to GameStop, and I was there at seven thirty in the morning. They opened at five. I don't know how many people were there at five. But I was the only person there at 7.30 when normal people would be awake. Yeah. I, it was it was insane. I don't think I've ever been in a GameStop and I'm the only be empty. customer. Yeah. I've, well, they don't have that great that many great deals on Black Friday. They had 17 pages worth of ads. They had ads, but none of the deals were that good, I thought. Well, Mad Max for twenty nine ninety nine as opposed to fifty nine ninety nine was That's a good deal. Out of bed. That's a good deal. And it came with a Matchbox car. I was looking for either Tomb Raider or Battlefront, and neither of those were on sale. They were all regular price. Yeah, yeah that's bullshit, but you're right. But they just came out. Yeah, so. but I figured like it's Black Friday. At least give me like ten bucks yeah, off or something. Yeah, drop me a dime off or something. So, Do you have Amazon Prime? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, sometimes they are doing deals on new releases where you can knock about eight bucks off. So you should investigate that. For yes, because then I can order it for you. Okay, that will work. Um, but I got two K sixteen for fifty two bucks. Day it came out, I got Madden sixteen for fifty two bucks. Day it came out, so. that's a deal. Yeah. yeah, I'll take eight bucks off. Yeah, but, cool. All right, two wrestling. Sorry, had to drop. The oh no! So Scoot and club. Doug went to Queens of Combat seven. Yes, QOC seven and PWX, PWX Battlefield Battleground Battle Battlefield, Battlefield X. X Battlefield X. Yes, which were both held at Ziggy's, and it uh, may be the last Salem. wrestling at Ziggy's, which is a bummer. Ziggy's is a cool venue. That's, it is a really cool venue. I keep hitting. Uh, I've had a lot of fun. At Ziggy's, uh, in all the times I've been there, that our fourth show there. I think so. It was. It's been so. a regular place a for great us. Place. Mm-hmm. We saw Young Bucks there. We did. We've seen the Wolves twice, or one half of the Wolves. We saw Eddie Edwards. Yeah, and then the Wolves this time. Yeah, and there was. I'm trying to remember who the special guest was the other time. I don't know. We've seen some great fucking matches. We have. There, what about PJ Black? When was, was he one no. there? No, he was in Label and Escapade. Okay. Both good shows, but still, Ziggy's is going to be sad that that venue closes because I really like it. The location's good. I never worry about my car getting broke into. uh, (laughs) Although. Which is a thing at Ground Zero, but. If you go a block away to the Bojangles, 
things get interesting. Oh, funny we, you bring that up. Carry on. We were hungry, and the show, two shows, we were going to be there at least seven hours. So we're like, fuck, we need to eat. So we go Bojangles. And as we're sitting there, like, we got to drive through, and nothing was ready. So like, they were like, pull up and wait at the door, and we're like, okay. So this lady comes out, and we had the car turned off, and windows rolled down. This lady comes up, and so like, that guy in there just always tells me I'm his girlfriend. Last time he saw me and my boyfriend, he even told him that I'm his girlfriend. And she walks off. The guy is obviously some sort of substance abuser, probably alcohol, because he was wobbly. Follows her. <laughs> Weeble wobbled, but he don't yeah. fall down. <laughs> he might have fallen down if there hadn't been railings. Oh, Weeble fell over. Um, but he started yelling like across the parking lot, because she was already heading home, going, marry me! <laughs> marry me! And then he started following her ass. You thought he didn't have like a trench coat and a boombox. You should have rolled the window down and been like, I do. (laughs) Not this guy. Not this guy. Why not? Uh, It was rough. He wasn't cute? No. Uh No, this guy had had a hard life. He could have been cute on the inside. Hard life. (laughs) Well, maybe he needed something to perk his spirit. Maybe. Maybe that lady brings him joy, but. He uh, followed her home, and it was awkward. She probably gave him a taste of it before, you know? Yeah, like some drunken night or something. Yeah, and now he wants more. Yeah, probably. But that, you can't that blame him for that. But I'm on his side. As Mick Jagger said, you can't always get what you want. I know. But sometimes you get what you need. Which that guy Like a box drink. full of 12 chicken strips and four <laughs> biscuits. Full of chicken. They're so good. It was delicious. <laughs> I love chicken. <laughs> it's so good. Okay, so two How was Queens of Combat? I hate I missed this. I hate you missed it too because we got to see not one but two Candice LeRae matches, which made my motherfucking day. Yep. Such and, a good show. Uh, I, I will say I'm not the women's connoisseur as the other two members of the show who are here tonight are, but this was a great, solid, top-to-bottom show. Like, it was. It was fun The as whole hell. card. I wasn't even plastered, and it was awesome. I was a little drunk. But not plastered. It was great. But as the rundown goes on Queens of Combat 7, um, we were short one member of the card as Santana Garrett, who apparently had been uh, overseas. Well, real quick, explain what Queens of Combat is all about. What's it all about? Queens of Combat is an all-female wrestling promotion uh, out of North Carolina. I think uh, based in Charlotte. Yeah, who has not been going for very long as this is show number seven. And yeah. so, the, the, so show seven, they haven't had a champion. No, yet. they haven't even had a belt yet. There's been so, no talk of a belt until this tournament started at Queens of Combat five and six. Okay, so they started at Queens of Combat five yeah, with the with a, like a tournament for yes. the belt. Okay. Yes. Did Which, you go to Queens of Combat six? Nope. No, he missed Damn, both Queens of Combat. I missed both. Shit. Well, the tournament started at five and six, and I think it was a sixteen woman tournament. Yep. Uh, they did uh, half the first round in Gibbonsville, Gibbonsville, North Carolina, and we missed half that show of it, uh, in Winston Salem, and which then, we saw. And uh, this show was the culmination of all. It was the yeah. Yes, this was this, was, end this of, was like the end of King of the Ring. Yeah, this yeah. is the final four, so Queen of the Ring, two semifinal matches, and then there was a, a main event for the for the title. That's got to be hard as hell to coordinate because all these girls. Have other commitments on all these other shows. Oh, I'm sure. You know. I, I wonder how like any of these indie promotions do it. Because you look at some of the cards, and it's just like 
stacked top to bottom. You're yeah. like, how did you get all of them on the same day in the mm-hmm. same three hours? Well, I mean, you had yeah. some really star, a lot of star power on this one. Well, with, not to mention the star power that couldn't be there. Yeah. I mean, there were four uh, lineup changes before the show started. Yeah, but you because, still had... Uh, well, you still had Candice LeRae. You had Heidi Lovelace. You had ODB. Leva Bates was there. Tessa was there. Uh, Taylor Hendricks. Taylor Hendricks was there, obviously. Barbie Hayden, who had toured China with Tessa, was there. Um... Crazy Mary uh, Dobson. Crazy Mary Dobson made an appearance. Chelsea Green from Tough Enough was there. Yeah, you had a lot of Uh, well-known people. Yeah, yeah. Jessica Havoc was there, and so was uh, Andrea, who has been on NXT. Right on. And the Diana Perrazzo. Yes, yes, Diana. Uh, And who canceled? Uh, Santana Garrett, who apparently had been in Japan, uh, was suffering jet lag and allergies uh, when she got back to the States. That sounds like cocaine. Like, doesn't that sound like the PC term for I did too much cocaine on the plane? Uh, well, I don't know if the number four PWI female wrestler of the year was on cocaine. Maybe not, but I, I'm just saying I'm suffering from like exhaustion. I, yeah. I know some tired bitches. I mean, that's a long fucking flight. From and the world, world, you take a fucking nap. I've done, I've done Australia before, and that sucks. So yeah, Japan's so probably Japan that bad. And- Japan's a long flight. Chuck's dad traveled up before Thanksgiving to... Thailand, but he had to make a layover in Japan. I think it was like a. It took him thirty something hours just to get to Thailand. Yeah, that's, Jesus, that's fuck. fucking crazy. So yeah. Japan to here, I'll give her a buy because she is Santa Fair Garrett. Uh, also, Allison K had a, a work obligation because, as you know, most independent wrestlers have real jobs, so she couldn't be there. And then the two TNA stars, Rebel and Madison Rain, uh, were both scheduled to be on the TNA tour of India, so they had a contractual obligation to be elsewhere. So you had all those changes before we even got to the first bell of the first match uh, for Queens of Combat 7. However, the replacements that they brought in were equally as good. And yep. everybody who had a front row seat got a signed 8x10 of Madison Rain, even though she wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Did you keep yours? Well, there was two the girls you could get because we got both. I don't know who the other one was. Probably the other girl that didn't come. Uh, Rebel from TNA was the other girl. But okay. they, I thought it was just her in different outfits. Oh, was it her in different? Yeah, I, think I didn't look all, that closely. I think they're all Madison Rain, just different eight by tens. Okay, got it. Because what you wear matters. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I have a story about that when we get later. Did Taylor Hendricks wear her like Jade Mortal Kombat? Yes, she did. It's, outfit. It's, it's, Little Mermaid, it's Jade but slutty. Mortal Kombat. It's also Poison Ivy greenish. And the top the that, and that picture, and, and our woman crush Wednesday on our Instagram at Sad Podcast. Yes. She looks very jade from yes, the top. Yes, because it's, yeah. a, it's a split top and it's laced up the front. Yeah. And then she's got that long red hair and very fiery red lipstick. So could, she's going for a very Poison Ivy look. Yeah. Could However, also be a little a, Loki-esque. Okay. However, that's okay. a, a very jade uh, outfit. Yes. yes. And it's it's I've seen her wrestling before. It works. How did her titties not pop out of that? That was close once or twice. What I know is how her boobs don't pop out of that dress that she wears on Ring of Honor. The black one. Yeah, it's like wide. It's like hanging on her shoulders. There's nothing in between. Because I asked, I believe I asked you. I said, at what point does she just come out topless? Double-sided tape. I think that's what they use. It should have to be. I had the Playboy that Maria Kanellis is in, and they actually asked her, how do you keep your boobies from popping out? And she says, we tape them. You would have to. How could you not? Because there was a point in one of the matches where I was almost certain that one of Jessica Havocs was just coming out the top. Yeah, it was coming. It was ready. I think I would tape my junk, you know? <laughs> just tape to. it back just or tape, tape it, it just, up? Just tape or... it. You know? He just wants a little... Just put tape on he it? He wants yeah. a little pressure on it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want it, just, you know, just to keep it steady. <laughs> just tape it up. 
right, should we start doing the card now? Yeah, so tell us about the card. <laughs> okay, now with the changes of uh, Santana Garrett not being there, sadly, because I really wanted to see her wrestle again. Yeah. Um, instead of having a number one contender match for a future show, they took the four-way number one contender match and turned it into the winner gets into the tournament in the open slot now. And this is the one with Candice LeRae, uh, this right? This is Candice LeRae, Heidi Lovelace, Deanna Perrazzo, and Barbie Hayden. Uh, great match. Uh, Candice put together a couple of good chain moves that I was impressed with. Uh, and she ended up winning by pinfall. Candice! She's just another level sometimes. Like, Not that the girls in this match were bad. They were all excellent. Especially yes, uh, Barbie the heel. Yes. She was like... She was like a super good Dana Brooke. She was like a thicker Dana Brooke. Yeah. It was and like the exact same thing. She's Barbie Hayden. And she came out to Sex Metal Barbie by In This Moment. Wow, good I was her. like, excellent choice of music, man. So is this when Candace spotted your shirt? <laughs> yes, it is. This is the moment when Candace came out to do her entrance. She gets down one side of the ring, high-fiving everybody because she's a giant face. And she gets to the corner where we are. She goes past Doug, past Cat, past me, and stops and comes back. And talks to me directly, which is a lot better than the way I talked to her when I met her the first time, which was, <laughs> So she what could, because I was wearing my shirt from Pro Wrestling Tees, uh, that was the Top Rope Tuesday limited edition shirt, and she spotted it. For, for those that have not seen it, it's the picture of Candace At from the PWG 11 match. That inspired our podcast name. Bloody as Where fuck. she just tore up as fuck from the thumbtack super kick, and it's... It's basically without any words on it that say this. Candice LeRae is more hardcore than you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's basically just a picture of a Polaroid that yep. says CLR 2014, and that's all the shirt is. And she spotted it coming through the crowd, stopped, came back, talked to me. I spoke to her and just fangirled the fuck out all yep. over the place. It's a very cool shirt. Oh my god! Well, that was just she spoke to me. I didn't talk. To, I didn't have to talk to her. I didn't have to flub my words. She came and directly spoke to me. Which literally just made my fucking day. The did show, you speak to her afterwards? No, I, I did not. She was hard she, to find afterwards. Yeah, she she set up during the 10-minute intermission in the show uh, and had a line of people that were interested in her. So I left her alone uh, because I'm not one to just bug the fuck out of a wrestler. I know you have shit to do that's not involving me going, oh, can I talk to you? So I didn't mess with it then. And then after the show... Uh, she wasn't back out there selling merch again. I don't know if hmm. she had... But I know she was back in she Cleveland... Was, Monday morning, having breakfast with Johnny Gargano. Well, she was walking around in a Gargano shirt. Of course she was. Afterwards. And she was there, I think, at the beginning of PWX, but she might have pieced out during because we couldn't find her oh. later. And I'm pretty sure her and Heidi were leaving together because I saw them both exit the building. Yeah. Did you see any of the Diva Dirt they, guys there? I, I think I spotted them there, in the balcony. But I think they were back up top where they were last One time. of them said they were going to be wearing a Bella shirt. Did you see any guy wearing a Bella shirt? Uh, no. No. No may have seen a couple. We cut it real close on the like getting in time, mm-hmm. like both of us did. Yeah, I think so. I got there at about between fifteen and ten till. Okay, yeah. till first so, bell. There <clears> wasn't <throat> a lot of time for crowd watching. Yep, that is very true. But the crowd was interesting, and they were they it was were bigger much than bigger. The last show, yeah, and they were a lot more into it, which I was glad for. Yeah, because last time we went, there was like a not even filled front row on. And that was it on yeah. the floor. Yeah, because we were we were up in the balcony. And then uh, this time, was it two rows on the floor? I think it was two because then they added. That and then third the balcony for, was fucking packed. Yes, it was. Um, there were lots of people so, there, lots of cheering. I was I was impressed. Yeah, it was 
It was a better crowd this time. I'm glad it's getting some traction because it, it definitely deserved it. Me too. Cool. Because I'm a big fan of all female promotions and making those run smoothly. I thought that was fantastic. Uh, so Candice LeRae wins this match. So she's into the tournament now. So there's four people in the tournament. It's Tessa, Havoc, uh, Taylor Hendricks, and now Candice LeRae is, is in for, for matches later in the show. Now, the rest of these matches are not in any order whatsoever, uh, except for the championship Because we did this during the intermission. Yeah, we were trying to <laughs> recall what actually happened. I did better with PWX. They're all in order. So, ODB and Leva Bates have a match. Both come out as faces. It was a fantastic match. Leva came out in all Wu-Tang gear. Right. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. And she, she was, like, freestyling and shit. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. She came out delivered, as always. She was Wu-Pants. That was... <laughs> Yes, um, it, was, it was quite... Now, I, I have something to say about this before we tell how awesome she always is. Uh, I've seen Leva twice live. Yes. Both times I've seen her live, I have yelled or tried to start a chant that the rest of the crowd either doesn't get or just doesn't give a fuck. I don't think that the rest of the crowd there... Some knows of anything them were, about Wu-Tang. But most of them weren't as smarky as we are. Yeah, I think that's probably a valid point. But both times, by the end of the match... Leva has yelled what I was trying to get going as a chant. So I'm very proud of myself. So He was on point with First good. time, she was Goku, and I kept trying to get over 9,000, and nobody would do it. But then by the end of the match, of course, she yelled it. And then this time, I kept Hero, Chris Hero has the Chris Hero ain't nothing to fuck with yeah. chant. So I was trying to get that going for Leva, but nobody would pick but it up. But did she chant it later? But she did it later. was like, Leva ain't nothing to fuck with. I was like, yep. yes! It was... So. Um, ODB's entrance as a face threw me off. I thought she is a face, though, like in Ring of Honor. I thought she was a she heel. She was a heel to Canellis when they they almost had a... a... Really? Yeah, because I mean, she she's with, with the, the Briscoes. Briscoes. I thought those are big giant faces, though. But they, it's Ring of Honor, huge, so like face and They get huge heel pops, or... but I mean, if you're... Closer. Yeah, I mean, if you're having two people in a match, and it's Jay Briscoe and Jay Lethal, Jay Lethal's not the heel. That's true. Briscoe's the heel. Oh. The only person I could see him being face against would be, like, Silas Young. Like a Briscoe as an obvious face. Yeah, because the thing about no one likes is Silas. there's not a lot of people that they hate. Yeah. But to me, the Briscoes are a total heel faction. I can't stand them. Yeah. I mean, I don't like them. I don't like ODB for that matter. But, but she actually was pretty good. She was pretty good, super she nice. Good but she came out high-fiving everybody. And, uh... Cat's a huge Leva fan and was holding her Leva poster and everything. And ODB sat there and waited for Cat yeah. to high five her, forced, just like glared her down until Cat would do it. And Cat <laughs> was like, uh, 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 "Okay, yeah." I wouldn't have high five the bitch. Oh, it was great. I, I missed it. Somewhere. I would have sat fantastic. down. Yeah, yeah. She does have lots of. Boob she had too. lots of boob. She's got out. lots of boobs. She, she wore her like skirt gear, where like her panties show. No, it was kind of kind of Steve Irwin. Yeah, she had a Steve Irwin thing going on. It was like, it was like a brown. It was like if ODB brown. dressed up as slutty Steve Irwin. For she Halloween. looked like a khaki UPS driver. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Next match. But it was a good match. I mean, it showed skill. I don't remember who won. ODB. Uh, who won? ODB. Oh, there was a good spot where they both got power from their alcohol. <laughs> Cause yeah, because ODB had a flask, and Leva came out with a forty in a brown bag, straight right. up Wu Tang style. Yeah, good. that's good. Uh, next match, uh, or at least I'm calling it the next match. We had uh, Tessa Blanchard and Jessica Havoc, which is a huge size different in two girls yeah. in the ring. 
because two Havoc, very skilled girls yes, in a ring. Havoc is a, a force to be reckoned with in the ring, and Tessa is Tiny. also a force, but she is a small girl by comparison. She's very talented, but yeah, just the size difference. Yeah, the size but difference alone, and there the, was an upset here, right? The aggression of Havoc. Well, if makes you, you think if you want to call it an upset, Tessa did beat Havoc. Tessa came to the ring with Tully. So Tully yeah. Blanchard, original four horsemen in oh, the building. But that's how Tessa got happy. Hey, that's still an upset. Was because it very Ric Flair Charlotte? T- yes. Yes, it was the exact yeah, actually, same spot. They did the same thing the day before. Tully Tully was standing on the edge, and Havoc got thrown in, and, and she kind of needed her, and Tessa got the pin. Yeah, I think she kicked the leg out from under her, and then rolled her up. Okay. Yep. I don't well, hate that. No, I don't no, either. Yeah. It was it, a great end. It was a good use. Havoc was livid after this, got a microphone, got on the mic, said she didn't care who the fuck won the tournament, that she was coming for the goddamn belt. And those are her exact, exact words. words. She's so gross. She dropped a GD right in front of everybody. I and there that. was a good portion of children. So Which, I was... I was proud of her for that. I'm like, fuck it. Now, regardless of what she does in her personal life, her character and her in-ring skill, I'm a fan of those two aspects. Yeah, I respect that. Now, whatever she does outside of, of wrestling, and, I may not be a fan of. I may think that she made some uh, bad choices here and there that may have cost her some opportunities. However, her work as a wrestler and her ability on the microphone, I'm a big fan of. And every interaction I saw with her and fans, nothing but positive. I mean, she was very... You know, taking pictures, hugging yeah, everybody, that a, kind of stuff. she's not an asshole when she's out of the ring so. in, in, at a show. Now, I don't know her at home with Sammy Callahan. But. Here she's pretty gross. Wait, Havoc's with Callahan? Yeah. Oh, They've been that way for that. a while. Okay. It's a thing. That's a weird fucking couple. Like, I'm visualizing it now, and I kind of want to stop. Am I am I wrong in that? There's I wonder if he a, like sits there's in her actually lap a show. And she pets him. There's actually not a show. There's actually a shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees that is Callahan Death Machine. That's how oh, Havoc okay. gotcha. shares that moniker. Okay. Cool. Did not know that. I learned something well, today. The more you Today know. I learned. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had visual for that for everybody else to see the That might be NBC the title of our episode. <laughs> Uh, then we had Amanda Rodriguez, who we've seen in Hickory. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I recognized her theme music, and I was proud of myself. You were. Because it was a Peruvian, Peruvian princess. Band. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, she wrestled Brandy Wine, who I was unfamiliar with. However, good worker. Yeah. Uh, the match wasn't fantastic. Uh, the crowd was definitely behind uh, Amanda, even though uh, as it came to a close, uh, Brandy Wine got the pin. Uh, I enjoyed the match. It wasn't. The best match I'd seen all day, but it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen either. Was it where botches and stuff? There were some timing issues yeah. on rope running and and things of that nature. I think but she's new. I mean, she's I very don't young. hate on people for botches or timing issues. I'm like, they're doing their fucking job. I fuck up at work sometimes. Do I, I do, people, do I want people I do to too. hate me because I fucked up? I, Hell no. Let them. No, I give it a and, pass. And and that lets you know it's real. Yeah, I I, I, I only have a problem when it's so much I can't enjoy it. But this, I mean, I didn't hate it. I didn't. No. I'm not and that familiar it, with I think either it has wrestler. To do with the fact that I'm not 100 percent certain on this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I don't know that these two have ever worked together. Probably or not. If they have how much experience they had with each other. Well, Brandy is obviously a um, veteran. Yeah, she she's looked like she's been around for a while. Amanda's very new, working on a character, working on moves like. So I give the veteran credit for helping out the young yeah. one because mm-hmm. it was a good match. Um, yeah, it it was not bad. No. If that's the worst match on your card, you had a pretty good day. You did. Yeah. You did indeed. Uh, next, you had Taylor Hendricks 
uh, and Candice LeRae in the uh, tournament semifinal, the other tournament semifinals oh, so match. Good. Uh, and it was fantastic when two girls with a lot of talent get in the ring together and just know how to put on a show. You get an excellent match. Now, and- unfortunately, my Candice did not win. No. <laughs> However, she did it's put okay. on an excellent show. And it's okay. And I got to see her twice. But not just wrestling skill, too. The, they know their characters. Oh, yeah. They know they who the they are in the ring. They know how to play the ref. Like, Taylor, the second she comes in, it's like this... Was it the old guy in this match? Yeah, and the virgin Scott. guy later? Okay, was there was Scott. two refs. One guy's, you know, middle age looks like he has a couple kids. And everyone's hating him for some reason. Yeah, we started cheering for him. There were three him. of us that we just... We, we like Scott. Scott. <laughs> and the guy's like, thanks. But I felt bad but for the dude because he was just getting... Taylor was, like, coming up and, like picking her leg up and putting it on his shoulder and like yeah like when they're really checking, when they check the bottom of your boots yeah instead of just putting her boot up she put it on his shoulder yeah like all right like she was gonna right fuck scott before the night was over <laughs> if it meant she would win well hey i mean you gotta do what you gotta um, do i would but it was great it was a great match i don't know if scott was your type but all right i have to google him later okay <laughs> <laughs> um go the power yeah. of google the, the only poor thing about this match was candace went down but I kind of knew that had I to happen. I didn't. I didn't see Candace being in the finals. I didn't, I didn't see Candace doing three in a day. No. Why didn't you see her doing? Because she'd already wrestled earlier, and I didn't see her doing three. Now I know that Crazy Mary Dobson did three uh, the last time we were there because she had two matches in QOC and she did a PWX match with Tessa. But I, I just didn't see Candace wrestling three times in a day, and I didn't know if they'd put her in the finals because the two girls that were in the finals, even if something happened one of those could carry the belt. If there was a mistake or an injury or they had to switch the ending, either of those girls can carry the belt and have no problem coming back to this part of the country to do that because yeah, Taylor's running with Ring of Honor, which is a lot of East Coast dates, mm-hmm. and Tessa is from Charlotte. So those two, no problem with that. I didn't see Candace uh, having the scheduling. Where does Candace live now? Is it Ohio? Cleveland. Cleveland. She could yeah. have done it. That's she could have, but I don't know if her schedule. Well, I'm wondering, though, if we'll start seeing her more. Because if Gargano rumors are true and he's going to NXT, they move to Orlando. Orlando's what? A two hour flight from here? Yeah, not that, not yeah. that bad. And it's pretty cheap. Flights yeah. are cheap. But so now, I'm hoping, I'm kind of hoping Candace and Johnny go to NXT. And then we get more Candace in our life. That would be great. But yeah, I, d- I didn't see them uh, having her in the final just because of uh, a potential having to change the ending, like uh, a la Trish and Lita back yeah. in the day when she blew her knee out, and they had to you know switch mm-hmm. it up. Same thing there. I didn't see them letting Candace do it because her schedule is so jam packed. Yeah, because she's just in demand. She's all. She she's always on. Yeah, like. I, I don't know if she has a night off unless she just says, I'm not taking bookings on this day. Yeah, I mean, she can make her own schedule, but yeah, yeah she's always working. Which, if you love what you do, are you really ever working? Yeah. Nah. She had a tweet last week, right, like the day before we saw her, that was like, by the way, I killed a man and wherever they were this <laughs> That's week. That's awesome. She did a backstabber to him, and it was a good sell. Nice. But uh, Okay, so what was next? Uh, next was the tag match. Which was Zane in leopard leggings and a small coat. Yes, and <laughs> because they did we got the a fat man in a little coat. Chain. We got a fat guy in a little coat. Uh, so. He also had on flip flops. Yeah, and was drinking his gin. Yes, yeah. because he comes out as the manager of this tag team, uh, and they're representing uh, was it the uh, handsome boy school handsome modeling. Boy school of modeling. Is I had a that. poster that said, "I'm an honor roll student at the handsome boy school of modeling." 
That was a great sign. <laughs> it was. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, so you have this match, and it is uh, Ariel Monroe, who we love. Cedric Alexander. We adore wife. Ariel. She is one of our favorites. Uh, and Savannah Evans, who is her tag team partner. Uh, and they were against Ronnie Nicole and Miss Dyslexia. And unfortunately, three different fucking websites the next day had the finish of this match incorrect. Diva Dirt, Pro Wrestling Torch or something, and one other one. all had. It oh, wrong. wow. Torch is like considered legit. Too. All had the finish wrong. So I messaged uh, Savannah Evans and Ariel on Twitter and was like, hey, am I forgetting the ending of this match? Or are these guys fucking up? And Savannah actually tweeted me back and said, no, we won because... Uh, she pulled a move called the Fisherman on uh, Miss Dyslexia. And Fisherman Perry. suplex? I guess. You yep. hook and then do a suplex and keep him in. Yeah, that sounds That's right. Yep. Sounds like a winner. But, uh, uh, but they won that match. Not a bad tag match. The first time we'd seen Ariel Monroe wrestle, which I was very excited about. Seen previous to now. I yeah. know. I'm just glad I finally got to see it. Yeah. Has PWX just dropped their angle? It, I guess there was no women's match in, in, on that card at all. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. We'll get there. I, I didn't mean to jump ahead. No, that's no. okay. It's it just all, came to my head. It's all But, together. yeah, uh, Ariel, Ariel is another one of those who, once she gets the time and gets the work in, I think she's going to be fucking great, dude. Like, I will, too, because you know The personality is there. She can already play the character because she does it every time Cedric is wrestling. I'm excited about her. I, I really, really want to see her as just a badass bitch. Still face, who just comes in and wrecks shit. Yeah, because she she can sell that. In PWX, uh, Tessa clearly the heel. Yeah. Yeah. She's the only woman that they have consistently on the roster, and she just thinks she's the shit. So I'm really excited to see if they continue that storyline in PWX and have Ariel as... Knock her down a peg. Yes, which would, that be, would great. be great. It would be fantastic. The next match we had uh, was Lufisto versus Andrea which is another size comparison that you wouldn't believe. It's basically another... Uh, it the is that big, Okay, right? have you ever watched... No, Lufisto is uh, very short. She's uh, okay. stout. Yeah. Um, have you watched Futurama? Mm. Okay, there's that planet of Amazon women. Andrea was basically one of those women. Yes. She's yes. ginormous. She was another... In, like, another... a g- good way, but she's just a... Her and Havoc wrestling together would be a, a battle of giants in the industry because those are two of the tallest women I've ever seen wrestle. Yeah. Um, it was a really good match. Um, yeah. Obviously, Lufisto, who's been around forever, she's was... been wrestling for 15-plus years. I uh, don't know how long Andrea's been around, but I've seen her on NXT. Yeah. Uh, and she was good there. I'm not 100% sure who she took on. Somebody I'd have to go back and look, but I'm I'm not certain. But it was a good match either way. I do remember that. I just can't see her. Um, is this where the chair spot happened? Yes, it is. So they there was dives and stuff throughout the show, but nothing too crazy. Th- at this point, was it Lufisto who sat Andrea down, or was it the other way? Other way. Okay. No, so, no, you're right. Lufisto did the hardcore Andrea shit. Down, yeah, and knocked her out of the chair, and she kind of pulled a champa. And ran up and just fucking leveled her. And it destroyed straight up chair. destroyed the legs of the chair. Yeah. yeah just so, done. it was awesome. Ugh. Now, there was another spot where Andrea was on offense and was taking Lufisto and was going to run her down in front of us and throw her into the chairs in the opposite corner. Well, Andrea tells everybody to get up. Well, the one girl who's about 14 and about 100 pounds doesn't move. Just sits there. 
So everybody else gets the fuck out of the way, and Andrea comes out there and slings Lufisto like right beside her into all the chairs. And the girl just sat there like balls out. That was the ballsiest thing I've seen in a long time. And then Andrea got in her face telling her, when I tell you to move, you need to get the fuck out of the way kind of shit. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap. It was it was good heel moment. Oh, yeah. I totally cheered that girl. It was. A young fan. I was like, you are the best. Good for her for not moving. She, she, you know why Scoot cheered her? Because she no-sold like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. yeah. She gave zero fucks. That's she, it. Whatsoever. She didn't She's smile. Like, not shit. Nope. She didn't get in her Nothing. face. She just fucking like. Nope. Eh, whatever. Yeah. She looked like she was having a good time. She though. did look like she was having a good time. I think she was there with her you dad You know what? Fuck that bitch. <laughs> I, th- I think she was like 14. When a wrestler tells you to move. I can't, I can't legally be involved in any of this. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck in a pejorative sense, not a literal sense. Yeah. Right. There we yeah, go. Yeah, pejorative. Um, ended up, Lufisto gets the uh, win by submission. Yep. What was her submission? Uh, it was some similar to a figure four type leg lock. What I'm going to do to you later tonight. Yeah. Oh. Right. Okay. Okay. That's what he thinks he's going to do. <laughs> if he thinks I'm not going to roll over and reverse that, he is so dead wrong. You, if you did, you just reach for the ropes and grab it to end I it. I would. You know? I would. I don't know where the rope is in here. There's several rope. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm reaching for that rope. <laughs> All right. Next match. Uh, next match was Chelsea Green from Tough Enough and Crazy Mary Dobson. You got a picture with Chelsea I Green. Did. And she liked it on yes, Instagram. She did. All right. So great match, first oh, of yes. all. Crazy Mary's on point. Chelsea's on point. Better than she ever looked on Tough Tough Enough. Like I watched the first nine episodes and was so sick of it not getting better. I just didn't bother with the last one. But um I had to know from Wait, wait, wait. You what? watched nine out of ten and said fuck it ninety wait ninety percent of the way <laughs> yes. through. Yes. Do you, you didn't watch the finale? Anything? My God. No, not usually. Okay. There's no... Sorry. There's not a bit of completist in you. Nope. Well, well is there, there is, just not with shit I'm waiting on to get better. Like, if I'm reading a comic book, and like it's like, by the way, go see Teen Titans issue 8. I'm like, fuck! And then I have to go see Teen Titans issue 8. Okay. So I watched I, one episode of Tough Enough and knew it was shit and stuff. Yeah, it was You terrible. got 90% of the way to and, and, and the way through and just didn't go that 10%. Yeah, no. I watched the first, like, three episodes of The Leftovers and had to stop. I couldn't fucking stand yeah, that it, show. it was rough. But uh, just watching it, y'all watched enough to know. Yeah. It looked fucking miserable. It looked like the worst show ever. <laughs> yeah. So, after the match, great match. We knew Mary could work. Chelsea's better than she was. Mary liked my sign. Yeah. Good. Scoot digs crazy chicks and we drew her hockey mask. Um but anyway, so afterwards, I was looking for Chelsea because I'm like, I got to see if this sucked as much as I thought it did. And she could not have been nicer. She was super sweet. She was so excited. There was one other guy who was, like, talking to her. So I guess I'm surprised she wasn't more over after being on Tough Enough. Not everybody like, watches No one watched that show, apparently. I, apparently, not even the mainstream audience yeah. watched that show. No, like I say, we're, but, we're um, a mainstream audience, and one of us watched it all the way through. But I went over, and I was just like, okay. You're awesome. Loved you on Tough Enough. You were one of the few legit wrestlers they had. That match was great. I just got to know, because I've done some TV stuff myself, (laughs) was it as miserable to be on as it looked? And she was like, oh, my God, yes. She's like, you know, I had to take my shot. It was an opportunity that you're not going to get that often. No, and it's such great I had to try, so I appreciated it, and I understand. I knew why I was there. But it was the absolute worst 
to be on because anybody with wrestling background, they downplayed it and pretended like you didn't know what you were doing. And but she was super nice, super stupid. Sweet. She, is she not trained by Lance Storm? Yeah, I think so. She's all, she was great. Um, and then we took the we got the guy to take the one picture, and then she was like, hey, let's do a selfie too." I'm like, "All right, I'm not going to complain about this." So why would anybody complain about that? Yeah, uh, but it was a good match, and she was super cool and sweet, and confirmed everything we thought about tough enough so makes sense because yeah. that show looked like crap i could only assume it was crap yeah now last match of the night for queens of combat was the championship match uh taylor Hendricks versus tessa blanchard um once again tully comes out to the ring with her the ref sends tully away because he back. interfered in the other match yeah so he's no longer allowed at ring so we had a he's a legend chant yeah and they did the ref no one gave a Kevin fuck. didn't give a shit. Kevin gave no fucks about Taylor's sluttiness. No. He gave no fucks no, who Tully she was Blanchard her was. Butt on him and Kevin, Kevin like, I don't know if Kevin was like saving it for marriage or if he plays on my team. for a different team. Yeah, yeah, whatever his thing was, he was not impressed with Taylor and her sexuality. He 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 was like He no sold. He no sold. He no sold that whole thing. She had her foot up there, he just looked dead ahead. Mm. Yep, no interest whatsoever. Now, this but, match was another great match. So this is two great matches out of Tessa and two great matches out of Taylor. Yep. Just in one night. I mean, you couldn't ask And for... two great Candace matches. Yes, of course. So, I mean, everybody they put in multiple matches just showing out. Yep. And who won? Uh, Taylor Hendricks became your first and only Queens of Combat champion. Was it a clean win? Uh, it was a clean win. It was an odd three count. Uh, the referee, Kevin, decided that... As he's counting, count one, count two, uh, go to swipe like she should have kicked out for three, and then no one kicked out. Maybe he did that because Taylor had been fucking with him all night, and he was going to fuck with her. Could have been. Or he could have been confused about the finish. Or he busted a nut at that particular moment. (laughs) Yeah, that would have been bad. (laughs) So you liked it. I need to change my pants. Who Who was best dressed? Who was best dressed? Zane Riley. The best. Zane Riley was best. Dressed. All right, he was I, the best woman there. He was. I personally would go with Taylor. That uh, best I, ring I gear. Enjoyed that green. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. have to go with Candace because she Candace's had on cupcakes. Her, were she awesome. had on her all cupcake gear. Yes, kick pads, covers, uh, top, bottom, the whole thing. Cupcake. There's something happening on your forehead. <laughs> you got a white string. There you go. There you go. Okay. It, it was a little soon. I'm sorry. <laughs> that never happens to him. No, it it's, it's, I swear this never happens. It happens to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, overall, that Queens of Combat show, first event to last event, was a oh, blast. Yeah. Card, top to bottom. No boring parts. No like, oh my God, just get the fuck on with it. Everything was well-paced, well-timed, well-booked. It, it was it was amazing. Like, and I would not say that about QOC six. I was not a huge fan. I liked some of the matches we saw. Yeah. The QOC six, I was kind of like, hey, this was all right. Yeah. If if we would have come to QOC seven first, like if if this card had been five or six or or anyone that we'd have been at previously, we would have had super huge expectations for this one, which I yeah. think is why this one was so good. Was because the product the, we saw first. This was, was their mania. Product. But this one went above and beyond anything we would have expected. This was their mania. I'm glad. I I like to hear that. That's good. And they got a belt. Yeah, we got to talk about the belt. Taylor is the champion. Is a purple belt. Has the metal plates, and they're uh, 
that queen crown yeah. that they use for Charlotte, like yeah. the city. Queen City logo. Right so, on. It's pretty yeah, sweet. It's purple belt, three silver crowns. They can go gold and gaudy and make it look like the fucking Los Angeles Lakers. It, it's a very good looking belt. Yeah. And we, um, so we did say earlier before we started that Sojo Bolt. Yes. Sojo Bolt runs that. Runs so, it. Um, promotion, apparently. Props of Combat to her. Is her she, baby. She came out and cut a little promo and said, this is my baby. This is the first champion and gave the belt to Taylor. Told Tessa that, you know, she was, she put up a good fight. It just wasn't yeah. her time. Blah, blah, blah. But, um. I saw her re- wrestle Rebby Scott one time. Oh, really? Yeah. I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah, but yeah. So, uh, Sojo, if you're the one who booked that, and I don't know if you listen or not, but Brian, tell do. her to listen. Fucking good show. Keep Excellent. it up. Excellent. A-, A plus. Wonderful product. I'll be yeah. back to see Queen's Combat again. Yeah, for sure. They've got my front row money now. Yeah. It was it was worth every penny for cool. front row. Oh, yeah. All right. PWX? We do have PWX. You know, PWX has started... A cruiserweight division, basically. Right on. They've, they're they having uh, guys like Mason Maddox and Lance Lude. I love that. Do, do they're calling it the juniors division. Hey, I'm okay. So, I love a cruiserweight belt. Yeah. That um, was one of my favorite belts they had back in the day. So as we're PWXing, <coughs> of course, we have to start with Tommy Thomas. Oh, he got booed but out of the building. I am so proud of myself because the first time I saw Tommy, his shoes matched. And this was during the Queen's Combat show when he was just walking around. And it was between matches, so I fucked with him. I was like, hey, Tommy, I'm glad your shoes match. And he flipped me off. I, Classic heel. I am keeping the heat going. Classic heel, I Tommy I will never Thomas. let those shoes go. No. Um, I, I'm better than Rose at the end of Titanic because she fucking let go. <laughs> I will never let those shoes go. He flipped you off. He flipped me he off straight up. Hilarious. Straight heel. Um, but Tommy came out and cut his... Little promo. It wasn't epic like usual. For no, but him. he did say he was going to stand there for three and a half hours until we shut the hell up. Yeah. Um, he, you know what? He fucking listened to us because his shoes matched. Yep, it's true. He did. So he regardless listened. of how he feels he about, he did come uh, out in an obnoxious like red coat. He did have this Hugh Hefner smoking jacket thing going on. It almost looked like it was velour. But it fit. It fit I don't the hate character. that. I don't hate it either, but I'm gonna talk like this the rest. Oh, of that's that night. that's gonna be very. Can you get the tip in your mouth? I. Uh, barely. There we go. <laughs> That's going to be distracting. I had the mic between my legs. I was sure talking. My oh my god! Now. When this is a video podcast, I know. Be um, great. This. That's when I'll lose my job. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So first match was our juniors division. The junior scramble. Um, Five man scramble. So it was kind of like Rumble Elimination Chamber style. No cage or anything, but five people to start. Every minute, yeah. somebody new ran in. So we started with Lance Lude and some guy I'd never seen before. Uh, Rob Killjoy. Rob Killjoy. Uh, no, his... no, no, no. Smith Garrett came in first. <laughs> Smith Garrett. Because he had on the short Then shirt. it was yeah. Toothless Aggression, Rob Killjoy. Yes. And he had a smiley face missing. Question feet. about the rules. Yes. Is it like one pin it's to a finish? It's, it's an elimination. elimination. You el- uh, eliminate. So you people. tap or you pin, you're out. Okay. Yeah, it was basically um, Royal Rumble with tap, tapping okay. your pins. Yeah. Um, and... It it was great. It was fun. It was for Darius, the belt. A lot of high spots. A lot of high spots. Darius uh, Lockhart was a good little guy we had seen Never seen him before, but he, was he good. put on a pretty good show. Uh, Mason Maddox did what Mason Maddox does. Still came on out. fleek in his purple trunks. Oh, right yeah, on. Came out, crowd lost it. You know, they, yeah. He's so over with them. And super nice guy, not in the ring, too. Always says hey when I yep, see him. Sure does. Um, so, Scramble goes in elimination order is this. Smith goes out. Killjoy goes out. Darius goes out. Then we get Lude and Mason and Lance Lude comes away with the win. Okay. 
I believe it was a little bit dirty. I can't remember it what he did. It was a little bit dirty. I think he grabbed the trunks. I think he grabbed the I trunks. remember Mason being like, what the fuck? Can oh, you I, blame him for grabbing the trunks? No. And that's what I forgot to mention. The pinfall in the Brandywine over Amanda Rodriguez was a dirty pin. She used the ropes. She put her feet on the ropes and nobody saw it. I, I like hate, a dirty pin. I hate pin. that I missed a dirty <laughs> pin. I even wrote down dirty pin and went right so, over it. But uh, this junior division scramble was a great way to start the show. It just like... It did. Kicked it off. With it kicked good it off vibe. with the right tone. It was hyped. It wasn't long, but it was everything it needed to be. Yeah, there were high spots and it just it flowed pretty well. Yep. Uh, next, we had Gunner and Chip Day. Okay. Chip F so, and Day. Derek, you went to Hickory with us. Mm-hmm. Do you remember... The methy guy that was super obsessed with Dalton Castle. Mm-hmm. Guess who was with us in the front row? Maybe like sixty. He down. was around the corner. Dalton yeah. Castle. No, I, I wish, wish. it was the methy. It was methy. Methy. I was. I did not know that's where you're going with it. He was with a kid who looked like he was 14 and had like five beers. Well, he was drinking some Coronas. Oh, also, um, I have to mention. I don't know his name. We need to get his name next time. There is a guy who helped set up PWX for Brian who saw us on the corner and said, y'all are always on the corner. Let me help you out here. Went and moved a chair so we could be ringside in the middle for PWX. Nice. Because he's like, y'all are always here. You're always in the corner. Come here. And sat us right in the middle. Yep, said that he wished more people uh, liked Doug because he said he didn't know how to say it politically correct. So we're (laughs) like, we don't care. He's like, you wish more people like Doug. More people like you yeah. would come to the <laughs> More show. of you people. More so Jews. I, so I, I would assume <laughs> that he's talking about smart guys <laughs> teachers. just showing up. We really right. need more really teachers. Really attractive no, more people. Teachers. <laughs> more Brunettes. teachers. But um, shout out to him because that was great seats for this more show. More people that make signs. He wanted more <laughs> sign makers to show up. More teachers. Um, but... So we may uh, have better seats. And he moved out of chair and said, if anybody has a problem with it, you tell him to come find you me. You tell him to suck your yes, dick. Yeah. Was very, nice. <laughs> very nice dude. But so a couple seats down from us is Methy guy. Gunner is the one who had to run in with a fan before. Yeah. And Methy guy. Won't shut the fuck up. Methy guy doesn't know the meaning of the word quit. He was wanting to like get like start something. Oh yeah, he was like hit. come down here, come down here. And Gunner's like no, you come up here. And whatever. Like they were just talking. And he was like no, you come over here. It got yeah. to the point to where Brian tapped him on the shoulder and told him to sit down. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, Brian came and stood there and then tapped him and was like dude. And he he was calmer for a little while. He we'll was get calm to that for the later. chip day match which Gunner ended up winning. Yeah. Uh, not a bad match. You got what you expected out of it. Yeah. Uh, Gun- Gunner's a better worker than I thought he, he would be. He was pretty good. He is. He seems like he would be a total asshole. And I don't know if that's kayfabe or not. I think it's kayfabe. Because his whole character is he's, you know. The modern the, day Viking. The modern day Viking Gunner. So he, you know. I but he, do- know. he does nothing Viking. Does he come out in fur? Does he have a big no. axe? He does nothing Viking. Is he no, blonde? He's just hairy and has a beard. Yeah. That's it. I'm like, just call him the modern day. Does he have a Viking helmet at least? No, no, no nothing fuck? Viking. Nope, nothing at all. That's dumb. So, Ragnar, I mean, he, the Viking. He doesn't even do the dingle Viking. beard like Seamus. No, no, like, nothing do something. like that. We've got to work on his image. We should yeah. be image consultants. We should, because when I think Vikings, I think your character, to dragon. much like your shoes need to match your suit, your character name, your gimmick needs to match your look. Yes. Modern Viking does not fit Gunner. No. No, but no, good but match. The, the attitude's there. Yeah, he just that, needs to work on the outfit. The like, badass. I couldn't go out there and pretend to be like a Republican. So, and the heel, I wouldn't even know how to dress for that. 
the heel faction wear all Walmart. Have a stick up your ass. Yeah. The heel authority approved faction in PWX is now the experience. So whenever one of them comes out, they represent representing the experience. So Gunner is in the experience. Oh, it's like the two K sixteen game. Yeah. Like when you have like a tag a single person. Representing Yeah. Yeah. The exactly. authority. Yeah, exactly. And the experience is Skylar, Gunner And Country Jack. And Country Jack. Okay. All right. But good little match. Wish uh, yeah. Chip had won, but like you said, you got what you expected out of this match. It was good work by both yep. men. Um, some good high spots. Are you ewing? There's a hair. It's a pube. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's a hair. You don't know where the can's been. <laughs> Probably a rat hair. Is it salty? God Almighty! There's a lot of hair. What the fuck? I don't drink Miller Lite, so it's not like cat or dog hair. I don't know what it I is. I don't. I just got this it's... beer, and there's a lot of hair. What the fuck? <laughs> There's hair in my fridge? There is hair in your fridge. What the fuck, oh. Doug? <laughs> May have left what? turkey in there too long. God damn Turkeys it. Turkeys have feathers, Doug. Not what in my fridge. God's name? <laughs> <laughs> Turkeys have feathers. You're an idiot. I swear. I think so. I got it all, but what the fuck? Well, that's not the first time you've had hair in your mouth. <laughs> I think I'm okay. All right, good. Okay, <laughs> back on track. Let's go. Uh, Anthony Henry and Joe Black is our next match. And it was very good. Excellent match. Um, had a little interaction with Amber during this. We did? Because we noticed Anthony was down and his feet were up. There is a hole in his fucking he's, wrestling boots. He's got some, some, they look like Asics wrestling, amateur wrestling shoes. And I know how it is to be a guy and I have a pair of shoes that just fit and are comfortable and you're confident in wearing them anywhere you go. Not necessarily like, oh, these are my stepping out shoes. But you've got a great pair of shoes. Wait, I don't talk into that. <laughs> I, I pull. <laughs> Why are you talking into a beard, Derek? You buy shoes more than anyone else I know. Yes, but I have. You a are pair, a shoe whore. I have a pair of dirty ass Nike shocks that I will put on at any time because they're the most comfortable pair of shoes I own. Scoot's gonna walk in here with a pair of Louboutins no, one day. Only, Look at my shoes. Only if only if a pair of Jordan Twelves comes with Louboutin fucking material on them. Okay. So. We were talking to Amber about Anthony's shoes, and she said that she had told him to buy. She tried to get him to buy new <laughs> shoes, and he won't do it. I was like, I totally understand that. Maybe like during it. the match, yeah, yeah. That, like during, the match is happening in the room, yeah, in yeah. The front row. And we're talking to Amber she, about shoes. She totally dropped kayfabe for us. It was great. She's seen us several times. Though. Yeah, like, I, she knows. I like her. I she's super nice. Her. Yeah. She had a good interaction with Cat afterwards too. She was super. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, she's very so. nice. Always uh, uh, a joy to be around. Anytime I've been. This around was a good her. little match. My. I need them to give Joe Black a story. More than just the black cloud? More than he's the awesome wrestler black dude. And he wears a scarf around his waist. That's it. He does wear a scarf. I mean, it was a great match. Again, he can work. Henry can work. Yes. But at the same time, it was just like, why are they fighting? There's no... This makes no sense There were a lot of uh, dives out of the ring in this match. Into the chairs in front of the high spots table. Yes. Uh, At one point, you heard Joe Black thud the ground, and you thought, well... He's dead now. Yeah. yeah. Because it was a serious, like, you felt it on the other side of the ring where we are, thump on concrete. Yeah, it was It was a thud. Yeah, they were they were going all out. It wasn't like that belly flop smack. It was a, oh, fuck, he just broke everything. Yeah, it was like he may have went unconscious in midair and just slapped the ground. <laughs> but, he made uh, that kind of noise. But he was fine, got back up, continued the match. I don't know how bad he hurt the next day, but he made it look good. Yeah. Who won this, Henry? Uh, yes. By submission. Yep. I'm starting to like his uh, work more. Yeah, I think Anthony's, he's getting better. 
After the Chompa matches, I was more of a Henry fan. Yeah. That's what, yeah, he that's took a beating. Me yeah, he did. <laughs> he got his ass whipped. But, uh, yeah, good little match. Always love Amber doing whatever she can to help him win. Yeah, because she did a, a couple things. to Distracted the ref once or twice. Joe, she grabbed him when he was pinning Anthony and pulled his yep. leg, I think. All in all, pretty good match. Yep. Next right. match was my match of the night. I think it was everyone's match of the night. Versus the Lucha World Order. Okay. I don't always love the Revolt because they put them against... I love the Revolt no matter who. Because they they put them against Young Bucks and stuff like that. And I'm not going to pull against the Young Bucks. I'm not going to pull against the Revolt. Revolt, I have seen in the past maybe four or five months, three tag matches from them that tore the fucking roof off. One with Trevor Lee and Andrew Everett, which is one of my favorite matches of the year. Um, the one with the Young Bucks at Cabarrus, and then this one. Holy fucking shit. Now, this was a six-man tag because you had Zane and Caleb and Jake Manning. Who is officially in the revolt. Man Scout, Jake Manning. Yeah, and then you had the Lucha World Order, which was Los Pendejos, and I am so ashamed that I don't know the other guy's name. But he was the masked luchador in all of this. With a cat mask. Had little yeah, ears had little and shit. Ears. It was cute. Um, but this match, it was long, but it didn't feel it. It was everything that is right about wrestling. There was technical stuff. There was high spots. There was humor. It was all of the good things about wrestling in one match. It was fantastic. Yes. Um, like there was a point, there was a point where the cat guy started biting the hands of whoever he was doing the spot. That's with. right. Yes, he was did. It he was biting, uh, Jake. I, I feel so. like it was Jake. He was biting Jake and the ref stopped him. I was like, he can't bite. And he's like, what? I'm just doing this. And starts biting the ref. <laughs> um, shit like that. And I mean, the spots were insane. Zane did a Chuck Taylor over the top rope slow mo. He, he ran to the ropes and leaned over it and did a <laughs> kind of rolled out real slow. Yeah, because everybody was there was like one guy out suicide dive, then the next guy comes in another suicide dive, and it just escalated till all six of them were out there. But Zane, Zane was, was the last, last one, one and did the like run up super fast, stop, slow handstand, fall into everyone. <laughs> it was good. Now my favorite move of this match uh, is. Uh, I don't remember who was down, but they got put into a scissor headlock. And then the next guy jumps into the ring, scissor headlock. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Everybody's in up to, there's all five of them are, you know, in a line, human centipede style. Yeah. Scissor headlocking everybody. And Jake Manning is the last one. And he looks at it like he doesn't know what it is or how, or what it's, what's doing. So he walks over to the corner, grabs his scout handbook and starts going through it. <laughs> <laughs> identifies it like the the masked luchador gets up flips a couple pages and points at it and then jake gets it like oh okay i understand what's happening now luchador goes back and goes back into his head scissors Uh, (laughs) jake manning goes to the other end grabs the first guy's legs rolls him to the right rolls him over to the left and puts him in a boston crab so now he's got this whole row of people in a five-person Boston crab. A five-person Boston crab, and everyone's tapping out. Like, everyone's tapping out. It, it, it was easily the match of the night. I mean, oh, and it, the crowd was it, so it into it. It tore the roof off. Like, 
And what was funny, the Lucha guys, we've only seen them, I want, I want to say, once before. Yeah, I've seen them one other time. And, oh, dude, it, they were so over. Revolt so over. Mm-hmm. And like, the Lucha guys were out of the ring on our side. They were talking yeah. to us. Guy was laying on me. Yeah, one guy was selling it, like, super hardcore after Zayn did his thing. I was like, you all right? He was like, no, I just had a big fat guy fall on me. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. One of the guys, and uh, the photographer that they always have there, her name is Nikki, uh, she was, you know, taking pictures with her camera, and I don't know if anyone else knows this, but most all photographers use their own equipment. Well, one of Los Bendejos goes over to her and takes the camera, like, puts his hand on it like he's going to be taking pictures. And he does take some pictures, I assume, but she won't let her hand off the bottom of the camera, and when she gets it back, I turn to Doug, and I'm like, I guarantee you the whole time he had his hands on the camera, she was thinking, please don't break my fucking camera. Yeah. And she turns around and goes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Because cameras aren't cheap, but she was, uh, like she is every wrestling show, in front of us taking pictures. So I had to be very mindful of where I put my long-ass legs uh, so I didn't knock her down. And I want to say somebody, was it this match where they kept, like, doing, like, a power stance over her head? Yes. While she was taking pictures? Yeah, they were doing that. And then the cat laid in the ring in front of her, like, right in front of her camera while uh, she was taking pictures. It was fantastic. That, and she was a really good sport about it. Now, afterwards, I don't know if she was like, I can't believe they did that, or if she was cool with it, but she was definitely a good sport about it while it was happening. Yeah. It was cool. It was a great match. Only problem here... Yeah. ...is this ruined the next two matches. Yep. That match was so good, it, it didn't give the next two matches any of a chance to... Uh, to Live to, up. To try there to was no way to top this. No. Mm-hmm. No, they just... They, it Crown sounds like it. It was. It was fantastic. Uh, it ended uh, with, uh, let's see here. I don't even Volt remember. One. Volt won by pinfall. Uh, next is supposed to be uh, Country Jacked and The Wolves okay. from TNA. Um, How is that? Well, Country Jack comes out. And they get Doing out of their range, Country Jack thing. Being assholes. And then the wolves come out and do their thing, and then the bravado show up and attack country. Okay, team. so like okay. there was no announcement; they weren't on the card. They there was no like they'll be in the building. Nope. Just all of a sudden, I didn't even notice because I can't really see the stage from where we were sitting. All of a sudden, there's just a bravado doing a tope con hilo <laughs> on top of country jacked on the yep. side. I'm just like, who the fuck was that? <laughs> and then I saw the other bravado, and I'm like, oh, okay. Burn this motherfucker down. Let's do yep, this. Because they're still angry. They haven't gotten a rematch yet. Because they lost their street fight at uh, X-16. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. I have it on my computer. But um, yep. they did lose. So they want their rematch. So they come out and say, look, we deserve this shot. We're here all the time. Like, you're going to let them fight the Wolves. And let's make this triple threat. And, and then Davy Richards of the Wolves gets on the mic and he's like, fuck yeah, let's make this triple threat. Do you guys want a triple threat? And then he got the crowd involved, you know, asking everybody. And, and then Brian like, whispers like to somebody. Craig. And, was it Craig? Yeah. Yeah, Craig yeah. took ring announcing duties now. Yeah, there was no Corky. Where is Corky? I don't know, but I missed him. Because um, the other guy, Brett, was on commentary with Stutz because I saw him over at the yeah. announce table. Yeah, and Brett had done com- uh, Brett had done ring announcing for Queens of Combat but, earlier in the day. Um yeah, Craig did it this time and Craig announced, "All right, PWX uh management has said this will be a triple threat." And this was a really good fucking match. It was. Um it was a no DQ match. 
Yeah, they made it no DQ. So they were out of the ring, in the ring, throwing shit, chairs. It was yep. pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. However, the ring apron got used as like a crotch. Uh, yeah, there was a lot rope. of nut sh- shots to Adam Page. I felt bad for his unborn children. Ha- Hollis got a lot of nut shots, too. Basically, they went after the nuts. Yeah, um, the wolves. Was a lot of that was the story country. they were telling there. Yeah. That was the limb they were targeting. The wolves was, yeah, did. The limb uh, they were targeting was the, was the, the nuts. Yes. The was nuts. it the wolves did the Dudley Boy spot? Uh, the Waza. Yes, yes. They yeah, did. they did the Dudley Boy spot with the with Bravados helping hold him yeah. down. Yeah, they had them. They were holding them oh. on in the middle of the ring and did it from both corners of the turnbuckle. But oh. yep. Um, and after this, as usual, when we have guests who put on a great match at PWX. Oh, by the way, Country Jack got the win. Yeah, as they do. Um, they snuck a win out of there. Th- they always do. That's just how they roll. I'm starting to like Hollis more, though. Like, I still don't like Country Jack. Like, I probably won't ever pull for them, even when I am going full heel. I pull for them. I like them. I like Hollis. I think he he's fun. I'm not sure about Paige yet. I don't know if I personally Did you like see him anymore. on NXT yet? Well, anybody that runs with... Not yet. You Hollis? have two seen Hollis. Him and Skyler have a... Two. No, I've seen Hollis. I haven't seen Paige. No, Paige uh, is Hollis. on Yeah, I saw Hollis. Hollis okay. was great on but NXT. But the thing I question about Paige is anybody that runs with BJ Whitmer makes me exactly. question your thoughts. Yeah. Because but, I can't um, stand BJ Whitmer. Yeah, this was a good match. And afterwards, we did the, you know... It was a thank you all, I believe. Yeah, we thanked everybody. And then the, the police come back. The police come back. Well, the Wolves get a mic and cut a promo and basically say, look, um, we appreciate it. We thank you for supporting us all these years. We were on the indies, but uh, we're no longer independents. We are signed officially to TNA. Yeah, they're and I'm just like, oh, now. you poor bastards. But anyway. But they yeah. are TNA's current tag yeah. team champions. And if your current tag team champions aren't contracted to you, that's kind of right. But he can just uh, walk off. You know, he said, we appreciate the support. We hope you follow us, TNA. But even if you don't, their team's here. Follow and support them like you did us. The Bravados. Yeah, he totally put over the Bravados. He put, he put everybody over, though. Yeah. He wasn't just talking the about the Bravados. The whole damn card. Um, he said, everybody here, keep following them, keep supporting them. You did it for us, now do it for them. Yeah, he um, said that was the the best thing about them not being independent anymore is that it made room for other independents that are more talented than they are to take that spotlight. And I thought that was really, really and, classy of old. Yeah. Baby sometimes Richards. those promos come off super cheesy. Like I can't remember who cut it. I think young bucks did one on worst case. Yeah. When we first saw him and I love my young bucks, but it's kind of cheesy and like, okay, was that necessary? Yeah. This, I believed every word. Yeah. Very genuine. Saying. Baby it, Richards. it seemed real. I felt it. It was a very, very good classy put over everybody else promo. Oh, so. also, uh, at this show, because Davey Richards was there, uh, Angela Love from TNA was in, she was at the... Angela show. Love was there? Yeah, because that's her baby daddy is Davey Richards. She's pregnant right now. Wow. So she was behind the merch table with Davey. Cool. Yeah. I meant to mention that to you. So. Specifically. I like her. She's fun. Mm-hmm. There was that match. Uh, and then we had the championship match with your X-16 tournament winner and John Skyler. Ethan Case was a tournament winner for anyone who's a new listener. That's right. I didn't even say his name. Um, but I, yeah. That's a so, cool. and that's what he won for winning the tournament. Was a number one contender. Um, decent match. I don't remember. I don't remember being like checked out like I was. No. With Skyler and Black. Yeah. So I was um, more interested in this match, and it did hold my attention better than Skyler yeah. and Joe Black. 
Uh, and the only problem with the Skyler and Joe Black match, we've talked about before, there's no story behind it. Right. At least I have a story here. You At least there was a tournament, tournament winner, winner and who was getting a shot. this is how he's earned the right. We've the seen heel. him as a, you know, his tag team fell apart. And yep. now he's going so so there is some sort of you know at least underdog story to him and then Skyler's the heel champion part of the authority faction experience, experience yeah. if you will yeah I always forget how well Ethan Case can move cuz he's not a little dude No he's not but he pulls little dude mm-hmm. moves and I I always forget I'm like I remember he's good and then I see him do something I'm like oh yeah He's better than us. It's Ethan fucking Case. Got it. Okay. Um, I mean, this was a good match. Had high spots all over the place. Again. Yep. Now, the ending to this match pissed me off. (laughs) Because Ethan Case goes to clothesline Skyler. Skyler ducks. Referee gets hit. He's out. Mitch, who hasn't refed all night, is just randomly in the crowd. And Ethan yells, Mitch, get your ass up here. So Mitch gets in the ring, takes uh, the other ref's shirt, shirt, puts it on. Uh, He hits a move on Skyler. One, two, three, pinfall. Ethan's new champ. Ethan's new champion. Give him the belt. You know, Mitch says, you're your champion, blah, blah, blah. Well, lo and behold, if he doesn't get just barely outside the ring, and the other ref happens to wake up and say that Ethan Case was disqualified because he struck the referee. (laughs) Yep. So Skyler. So after his moments of moments of jubilation and triumph of winning this title, he has to turn around and give it back to Streamers Skyler. Fucking everywhere. Oh yeah, the whole place. Was it who who was it that was handing us streamers? Was it Brian? Yeah. He just turned around to us because he knew we'd help him and just started handing us piles and piles of streamers. streamers. And we're like, He's like, here's a water streamer, there's a water streamer. (laughs) But um yeah, and Ethan. Ethan's over as fuck. He really is. Uh, people love him. Mm-hmm. So it, well, it did not. If it's Ethan Case versus John Skyler. Yeah. Who are you pulling for? Yeah. I mean, if you're not a heel, that makes sense. Also, there was that gonna, one guy sitting two seats down from us who's more heel than I was. True. Also, we're going to have to backtrack to the beginning of this match because Doug has another meth guy story. Okay. Methy guy story. <laughs> All right. Obviously, methy guy is on Ethan Case's side. Starts he's fucking, been drinking mixed drinks yeah, all night. He been he's been drinking drinks. Yeah, he's he going was drinking some pink drink in a plastic. Cup. He is fucking just going off on Skyler so bad, like they don't want to continue the show. Like they're kind of holding up. Um, and I mean it's bad. He's flipping him off. He's dancing. He's saying, "Come on, come fight me." Whatever. It gets to the point to where the entire crowd starts chanting, "Fuck him up, Skyler." Yeah, Skyler got over. Because we wanted Skyler to yeah. just beat this guy's ass. To the ass. point to where Ethan Case goes, y'all are talking about him pointing at the guy in the crowd and not me. And everybody's <laughs> like, yes, yes we are. <laughs> so I don't know what got him finally I think it was taken the out. Might have been the cursing. I think it was the language. He was super foul-mouthed. Um, finally, security came and got him. Took they him out. Took him out. Took him yep. the fuck out. And the out. guys beside us are like, okay, if you're at an indie wrestling show in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and you have to be removed from the venue, you may need to reevaluate your life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I couldn't have said it better. And we we tried to get a fuck that guy chant going, but that didn't work. We did get the hey, 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 goodbye. Nah, 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 nah happened. Yeah, yeah. We got that um, But I, I love me a good wrestling show. I understand it is not always the highest of society. I get that. 
But God damn, people do less drugs. Know how to act in public. Do less that's drugs. All. That's all I'm asking. If you're going to do drugs, stay home. That's <laughs> do your, all I'm asking. Do your drugs at home. The cops yeah. can't pull you over at exactly. home. Exactly. You won't get escorted out of fucking Ziggy's. <laughs> how do you get kicked out of Ziggy's? I don't know. I'd feel really bad about myself if I got kicked out of Ziggy's. Yeah. I mean, I like Ziggy's. I but do too, but what I, do I have to do to get myself kicked out I of can't that? imagine it's easy to get you're, kicked you're out at, of not that uh, Not to, to talk badly about anything that was happening during the show, or yeah. the, the whole show in general, but you're at an independent wrestling show at a bar in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and you have to be removed from the crowd. What are you doing with your life? Yeah, this guy. Like, why is this happening to you? Um, what, what choices have you made that have got you to this point to where you're being removed from a wrestling show? And let's also add, this is a front row ticket buyer. Yeah. Escorted out. Yeah, he's front row. Had a bag full of DVDs, so he's not like... Did he grab his shit and go? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't fight it once he security came. He went pretty came. willingly because it was two, I think it was Ziggy's bouncers that came and got yeah, him. It, it yeah, like it was us. three of them. It, it wasn't was like three Brian of them. and Craig came over there. Well, I hate I missed guys. that. I wish you'd have been there, Derek. Um, um, next time yeah. for sure. Um, Good show, sounds like. Excellent show. Uh, as Brian always puts together, <clears throat> good show. Again, earlier matches kind of steal the show sometimes. When you make your belt the main event, you got to make sure you don't put a match before it that's going to show it up. But um, at least their main event had a cool like ending. It did. Yeah, at yeah. least the main it event had a, had a story. It had a very, uh, and, very dusty finish. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Case will get his rematch in Hickory in a couple weeks. On the 19th. Um, I don't know if we're going to that yet. I would like to, obviously. When is it? On the 19th? The 19th. It's okay. another Sunday. Or but Sunday, it's whatever. the reason I want to go is it will be almost one year since we went to Hickory yeah. in the yeah, National Guard be, Armory like for a the first time. Show. It yeah, it'll be. be like a, this uh, is where it all started. And kind I, like of like a, I like the show. venue. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, we might have to check that out. <laughs> How are we doing on time? Oh, we're, we're running over. Fuck it. Okay, well, <laughs> let's, let's hit Raw shits. real quick. Not much. Not also, too much I happened. have one thing to Oh, mention. shit. Go one, ahead. One thing to mention. Uh, well, actually, two that are going to tie into each other. You mentioned Rebby Scott earlier. Yeah. Did anybody else see the pictures of Matt Hardy? Uh, Jeff, Jeff Jarrett hit him with his guitar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It didn't break, and, Je- and Matt Hardy stitches. had to get 38 stitches Shit. in his head. Shit, I now, saw that. As we also know, Jeff Hardy runs Global Force. Or, excuse me, Jeff Jarrett runs Global Force. He followed me. Their champion is out with a torn bicep. Magnus from TNA was wrestling in Mexico and tore his bicep. So now their heavyweight champion is sidelined, similar to WWE's. Huh, cool. Interesting. That's a good segue Thank you. into Raw by yeah. WWE. Because those people have all been on Raw. <laughs> they have also been on Raw. Yeah. High five for the segue, yeah. Scoot. Yeah. Uh, that was a solid five, Derek. It, it's still stinging a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> um, well, so I watched a little bit of Raw. I'm trying to remember everything I watched I all of it. I think I watched all of it. And there w- Here's the thing about Raw this week. There was the start of a couple things that could be great. Yeah. The rest of it was boring as fuck. What was the starts? I would say the two starts I'm excited about. I love the League of Nation heel faction. I like them it too. It is so stupid and over the top, <laughs> and I love every second of it. Like, it, I understand it's just a way to kind of help Roman get less booze, but I don't give a shit. This Euro trash faction is fantastic and Sheamus I gotta admit is not cutting bad promos 
They're not the best thing I've ever heard. But I'm not checking out like I do a Triple H promo when he's been going for 20 minutes. Well, yeah. Triple H going for 20 minutes is annoying. But Sheamus is saying what he needs to say. He's saying it his way in a way that fits his character. And they're moving on. They're I, not forcing I agree it. with what Stone Cold said uh, earlier in the week that... They need to stop scripting the promos yes. and let the wrestlers go off of field. Yes, they do. I mean, you're not going to... You you have a professionals that are going to have a microphone in their hand. You're not going to end up with Sid Vicious promos where right. he's on live TV and goes, oh, let me start over. Well, yeah. and if you add scripted promos, you never get Austin 316. You never get Mankind. You yeah. never get Raw. Do you think it's scripted that we got Seamus 515? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not going to fucking but, work. Stop it. And we'll get to this in a minute, but Austin and Foley had a long chat this week that I yeah. listened to about all this stuff. Yeah. But I love the heel faction. Um, not so sure about the Uso, Reigns, Ambrose faction. Like, I don't dislike any of them. They're related. They're they're, co- they're cousins. I, I'm not sure how that's going to work to stay together to just hold over till Rumble, obviously. Yeah. Who cares but, how it stays together? I love a good faction. Fair enough. Um, and then the other thing start, I like, I, I popped huge cause I didn't know the music, but once I saw who it was and he had a trash oh, can yeah. full of weapons and a kendo stick, I lost my shit. Tommy fucking dreamer coming to help the Dudleys is one of the smartest things WWE could have done. Well, they ran that poll about what belt you want to see come back, right? Hardcore. Hardcore was leading with the women's belt behind it. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. We need both of those back. I'd yeah. love both of those. I'd love the hardcore title. Come and back. make the hardcore 24-7. Make it as ridiculous as when Crash Holly and it was so fun. Jerry Briscoe yes. and Pat Patterson yes. were trading also, off. Also, I read today that the tag team title match is going to be a ladder match. Cool. Excellent. Um, When's the last time you saw a tag team ladder match? Been a while. It's been a long time, I think. But, now, uh, is there any truth to the Divas tables match? It's rumors. I don't know. There's a lot. I thought it was a Divas ladder match. Either or. They have had a Divas table match before. I've seen that. One. Yeah. Lay Cool versus Beth and Natty. Natty, Yeah, Yeah, it was good. Uh, So those are two things. I I think these are proof that if they think about it, they can fix this. Yeah. It's not something that's completely broken. It's not a total. It's not a totaled automobile. It's got a couple flat tires and a dent in the fender. And it doesn't run real good. Smokes a little bit. But we can fucking tune it up and put some air in the tires. And this fucker will run forever. Yep. You just got to get Vince's hand off of it. Well, you It's, it's get, always been that way. It's never been 100% you, perfect. You, you got to get scripting gone. Yeah. The scripted promos. I understand. It needs to work like the show The League. You give them some bullet points and let yes, them go. exactly. And yeah, you're going to swing and miss sometimes. But other times you're going to knock it out of the park and it's going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. Let it happen. Let it be organic. Tell mm-hmm. the stories that come from those promos. The unicorn shirt from New Day. Who the fuck saw that coming? I didn't, but I love it. Yeah. Exactly. And I hate the New Day. Exactly. Hey. Their hoodie hood has a unicorn horn on it. Yes, it, it does. does. And New Day has become one of the most over things. And be- I believe they're running them the way you're talking about. They yes. give them a couple bullet points, or I know that a lot of the New Day stuff, they come up with their own ideas right. and just present them to creative. <clears throat> and that's that's what works. That's what makes people like characters. Do it. Yes, mm-hmm. and you're going to have some people that come up with ideas that you approve, and they're going to fall on their face. But not everybody's going to do it, and when it happens like the New Day, 
it's motherfucking gold. Yeah. You can't lose with some shit like that. People like you love the fuck out of them. People like uh, me hate oh, them. God, There's no one in this room sitting here going, meh. Yeah. About New Day. No. Yeah. Which is what we were doing last year when they were scripted and coming out and just going, New Day? Yeah. yeah. Meh. Didn't care. I like them. I think, yeah, all of us feel one way or the other yeah, about yeah, them. Which yeah, which is exactly what, the, that's the emotion you yeah. want to evoke in You're people. You're right. You're definitely is right. Is either boo the fuck out of us, tell us we suck, or cheer the shit out of us. And yep. I boo them. Because I know they're good at what they do. Yeah. What do y'all think of uh, Charlotte? Heel turn! You think it's heel turn? I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think so. I think it's coming. I don't think they're going to do a Charlotte heel turn. Unless. Have y'all read SmackDown spoilers? Uh, I know that Becky wrestled Brie, but I haven't read the spoilers. Charlotte is not um, fixing things easily. So this may be a longer storyline than one Raw. So here's my theory. I think I I texted this to y'all. I think Charlotte did the um, dirty kind of move on Raw, kind of to I think give a she nod made to her dad. Queens of Combat the day before. And yeah, like, you know, totally. <laughs> that's a good spot. Going on. She gave yeah. a nod to her dad. Um, just and that's kind of how her dad was as a wrestler. He, he was, was the over, dirtiest player in the but game. But he was dirty. But he was still kind of babyface. Still, cause yeah. people still liked he, him. People love Ric Flair. Yeah. Um, so the thing, so that's what she was going for. She did it to Becky, her friend. Becky's offended, but now Paige is going to well, be. Well, Charlotte didn't want to wrestle Becky to begin with. Yeah, this was all Becky's idea for Charlotte to use a strategy, as she called it, to end this match and it be done. Yeah, I, I don't blame her. She didn't make her tap. She didn't like no, hit her finisher. Nope, she didn't. Do it any was of just that. a roll up. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, so now I think Paige is going to be in Becky's ear, trying to make her hate of Charlotte she even is. more. That's because haters plant seeds like that. But what, so what's the spoiler on for SmackDown, Doug? I'm trying to remember exactly what it is, but Becky like approaches Charlotte, and she, it's still not full heel. Yeah, but it's the start of a heel. You know how Paige like started out not being the perfect little baby face, yeah, yeah. and then the full blown heel turn came. Yeah, like four weeks later. The only reason I would say they may not pursue it yet is if they turn Charlotte heel, they have Natty. And Becky mm-hmm. as faces, and that's it. That's whole what division. I was telling. Uh, um, yeah, I don't see her making them making her a complete heel. She could be a tweener, tweener, though. like do a Brock Lesnar thing. Yeah. Um, are they are they pushing Brie to be a face now? Probably, because she's been wrestling like um, Team Bad and stuff. Yeah. And Becky, not Becky, what Sasha, is this picture? Candace, pop vinyl custom, all bloody as fuck. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah. I need seven of them. One for They're the probably of the week. $90 a pop. Or this one is just super custom and someone sent it to her. That's custom, I think. Yeah, but yeah. the guys who do the customs, that's what they charge. Yeah. They look I wouldn't buy those. I want like the legit, you know? I, I would buy the custom ones that are well done. I would buy that one. Yeah. Not for 90 bucks. No. No. For like 40 I'd consider it. Yeah. Um, What else happened on Raw? I mean, you See, had Sasha wrestle Bree. We had the five fifteen. Right. That wasn't a bad match. It was good. We looked good. Sasha looked great. They, well, was, Sasha looks like Sasha. Yeah. They need to get Sasha out of Team Bad. She's too. Good. I was liking Team Bad on Monday. I wasn't hating them. No, no, they were doing pretty. I think they need to do Sasha. better with them. I think I want to. I, I, yeah, I didn't hate it. So. Also, nothing we say right now because of the time matters as spoilers on SmackDown because it's currently aired. Oh, right on. Sweet. <laughs> um, anything else major happen on Raw that you can think um, of? Just the 515 match, but it was, you know, kind of I like no the finish. way that ended. I, I like Roman won, but technically. But he didn't actually get a pin or something. But he didn't get the belt. Yeah, he got a win 
by DQ. So Dean didn't lose his shot, and the Usos Neither didn't the lose Uso. their yeah. shot. That but, was um, well done. Yeah. I like that, too. I liked it. They actually wrote that well. They wrote the finish of that. Yeah, well. and supposedly um, calling them the authority is going to kind of go away. And they're going to start just kind of doing like what PWX does, like management yeah. or the powers that be or whatever. Yeah. So there's going to be no more authority? They're still going to be there, but they're not going to like come out and be like, we're the authority. Oh, shit. One more thing. Lana's back. Lana is back. Yes. And she's back with Rusev. Of and course she is. And her accent is gone. Is it gone? Kind of, yeah. It was diminishing. Uh, to the I point, missed this. I didn't see this part. It's so. To the point to where people on Twitter were talking shit about it. And she totally trolled them and said, oh, thanks for noticing. I've been working on my American accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's the way So they're treating this kind of like they treated, like, Brie and Nikki just getting back together like nothing happened. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, she, they kind of glanced over it, and she was like, well, I never went all the way with Dolph. And then Rusev said he never went all the way with Summer. And a yes, you did chant started for both of them, <laughs> which was great. Uh, props to that crowd, wherever they were. I can't believe none of those people ever didn't go all the way with any of those people. Um, but it was, it was kind of a, I just, the promo was basically, oh, I just realized I really loved Rusev and went okay. back to him kind cool. of deal. Um, it was kind of, it was typical. It wasn't yeah. anything special. Then Lana has also said that she's saving herself for marriage. So apparently in her story, she's never gone all the way with anyone. Okay. Which seems like a That position Rusev had in bed, that was an all-the-way position. Come on. Yeah. That was after. Yeah. That was... He had just eaten a sandwich. That was that look (laughs) on his face. You want to talk about NXT? Sure. I want to add one more thing real quick. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Smackdown, not spoiler because of time. (laughs) Um, So, I love Neville. I love The Miz. Neither has had anything to do lately. Neville is like... The mid-card jobber right now, even though he's over as fuck from flippy shit. Makes no sense. Miz approaches Neville on SmackDown tonight and offers his services to help his personality come out more. So we may have a Miz-Neville thing I like that. that I cannot wait for. I am so excited about this. Miz-Neville sounds like you sneezed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It sounds, it, very, sounds it sounds very Yiddish. Or it sounds like oh, a... Oh, I'm so Ms. Neville. Yeah, what a Ms. Neville. It sounds like a ghetto, like, old black lady that's always run the neighborhood. Like, <laughs> Ms. Neville. Ms. Neville down there. <laughs> now, Ms. Neville? <laughs> We're um, so racist. <laughs> but I, I, I am so... Like, it's such an undercard thing, but <laughs> I cannot Derek, wait. Does that technically I'm mean that you're, you're in blackface right now? <laughs> Now that you've pulled your black hood over your face, is that what's happened? <laughs> hey, y'all are terrible. We're the worst. <laughs> y'all are terrible. Okay, so NXT that I haven't watched yet, fill me in. Uh, I don't remember everything. I know a, that um, Champa and Joe had a fucking incredible match. They did at the end. Champa and Joe, yeah, yeah. awesome ass match. Yeah, this is the build up to takeover. To takeover, it was with, great. With Joe and, and um, Balor. Naya wrestled uh, Leva Bates. Yeah, Blue Pants was back. Blue Pants. And squashed her. the hill. Yeah, it was a squash match. Squat. That's what, slung other her. than there when was, she helped. There was zero offense from Leva. She got other in the ring. Other than when she helped Bob Villains. Got her that's ass her beat. Job. Yeah. I love her to death, but that's her job. She, she did, does it well. She yeah. did post on Twitter or Instagram somewhere. She's like, I done messed around and got lost and ended up at NXT again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that No, I'm fantastic. excited because they're pushing Naya to be... 
Bailey's challenger at Takeover. Yes, and it's a believable challenger. Yeah, so I'm like excited that. to see it. I was so there happy was... with how they handled Eva last week because they did a great job. They played to Eva's weaknesses yep. and made it the, and part of the story. You know, yep. like she's this corporate mm-hmm. entity that they that corporate wants to push, and that's why they wanted to be champion. And that's you know and. They recognize that she's not the best wrestler, and she has all these weaknesses, and she's not where she needs to be. And they're yeah. using that to her advantage and making which people is good. hate her even more. Which is good. I love that. I, it's good marketing. I don't understand how NXT is written so well. Very well. 85 to 90% of the time. And Raw is, like, written well 30, 35% Do you see of the who's time. in charge at But NXT? even then, like, Do you, see you the have people? the same people on your paycheck. You have creative. And no, stuff. There's, there's, a, there's a different group of people writing for I the traveling it. show than is for their standard show sitting in full sale. Ugh. It's so much Killing better. Um, Emma came out and uh, wrestled, what's her, her what's she, Liv, Liv Morgan. Morgan. So, formerly, I fucking hate formerly her. Gianna Daddio. I cannot stand her character, this whole uh, jersey you know thing. What? I didn't mind the... The, I don't like her wearing a jersey. Uh, I didn't mind. The... Is this a tough enough girl or is it someone No, else? she's just a. She wasn't on tough enough. Okay. There's a Gianna on tough enough. Was so. she? I have no This idea. Gianna wasn't on tough. Oh, she's not. This is a girl from New Jersey. Okay. She's yeah. like she's like, like a Guido. Okay. Guida. She's type. basically a, a. What was that stupid fucking show? Jersey Shore yeah, chick. She's basically kind of like. So that. Snooky. Yeah. That's kind of the character she's playing. However, that. she did have on a very nice pair of Jordans last night. I saw her Jordans. I, was, I those, thought of you. Those are the Jordans I have. I have a different. I have a different colorway, but they're the same. Would Jordan. you wrestle in Jordans if you were a wrestler? Yes. Okay. Every fucking night. All right. <laughs> because if I was a wrestler, I might be able to afford more than one pair. There you go. And you might get them for free. Or I'd go Anthony Henry and just wrestle in the same pair forever until they fell apart. There and you so go. It was also announced. Pretty much that Oscar and Emma are wrestling at Takeover. At Takeover, right? Yes, That's gonna be a good match. Emma, Asuka I'm excited had a about good Emma. promo. It's Emma wins the match, and then on the jumbotron, it's just a heavy bag getting the shit kicked out of it. By and Asuka. then Oscar pops out from behind it and says, "Emma, see you in London," and then goes back to kicking the fuck out of the bag. I'm excited about. that. I love that she said five words. Yes, and had. Like one of the most effective promos I've ever mm-hmm. heard. I know. What else? Anything else big happened? I know. Um, Vault villains wrestled. Uh, they got their rematch. Gable and no, that's right. They wrestled Gable and Jordan. Jordan, who yeah. came out on Gable top. and Jordan. <sighs> yep. And then the so, Vault villains wouldn't shake their hands after. Oh, are they going back heel? I don't know what they're doing. I'd be fine with that. I, I, I love the Vault villains. I just, I don't think they know what to do with them. I think they were doing confused. a great job like during the yeah. summer. They were doing a fucking fantastic job with them. But they they're like, oh, "Okay, time to move on." But it could just be NXT is so stacked now and it's only getting more stacked. Yeah. Cuz they're adding Champas and Garganos sure. and all them. So where and the La fuck Sombra. do you put everybody? There's only so many spots on a card. Yeah, I get that. So I think maybe they're just trying to rotate people through and like Give everybody their couple month run. Yeah, but I hate to see the VOD villains like sink Job. down the card. Yeah, because yeah, like I'm either. not a fan of the, of Dash and Wilder. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm I don't, not, I don't like them. I'm not into them just yet. They're gonna have to tell me more story. Yeah, they're gonna have to do something because I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not buying their we're yeah, the modern day Andersons. I'm not buying I'm, what you're selling. I'm done with that. Um, I'd love to see it on Gable and Jordan. They'll get it quick. Yeah. I think they're the next ones online for sure. What about Enzo and Cass? They still haven't gotten it. 
I don't think they'll get Enzo it. Enzo and Cass have a match in London with mm-hmm. Dash and Wilder. I don't see them getting it. That's a title shot. Interesting. They don't need it. Like they're already they're over as fuck. They don't need the belts. Yeah, that's they true. don't need the belts. But I'd like to see them, uh, even if it's only for a week. I'd like to see them grab that brass ring. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Um, that was pretty much it. We gonna talk about the uh, mankind Stone Cold. Okay, so Foley. I just call him Mankind. Fucking yeah. Foley. Yeah, Cactus Jack and that dude is Rick's one beard. of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Dude, love. Um, the guy one, from that cell first match. wrestler we met. The guy from that cell match, <laughs> as his Twitter profile says. Very nice. Very nice guy. Very um, just known as the good guy of wrestling. Always been a fan. Even when his relationship isn't with great with WWE, he's always watched with his kids. He put up this giant Facebook post that basically huge. said, WWE, get your shit together or you're losing me, basically. He's like, you're giving me zero reason to keep watching you. Um, and he cites, you know, all the stuff we talk about. Inconsistent storytelling, 50-50, like, you know, every match is the same. You go, mm-hmm. somebody gets half their spot, somebody gets half their spots, then you hit a finisher. That's it. Every match is that way. There's nothing new. There's nothing original. And it's getting old. And uh, I want some so Stone Cold sees this and goes and calls him and says, Hey, Mick, you want to be on my podcast this week? And Mick's like, Oh, hell yeah. That was his exact tweet. Stone Cold called me and said, Do I want to be on the show and talk about this? And I said, Oh, hell yeah. I want to be at the point one day where we can call or text Stone Cold. Someone and go, would you like to join us? And they go, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. No matter who it is. That would be nice. So, I unfortunately, it was on the family-friendly show, not the Unleashed show. I like the Unleashed show better. I do, too. Um, but... But we're an R-rated group, so... Yeah. It was about a two-hour conversation. I mean, he did his ad reads right off the top, and that was it. Like, it was... I'm talking to Mick. Oh, wow. Um, and it was a great... Kind of attitude era veterans looking at the current product and saying what's what they think would be better. I agree with most of them cause, what they said because they say you got to stop scripting the promos because you lose the organic nature of the story. You do. You got to start working with what you have instead of pigeonholing people. Um, Stone Cold said, I heard him say this repeatedly this week because I listened to a couple of his shows. The women right now are more pro-wrestling than the men. Mm-hmm. They are actually wrestling and telling stories in the ring and telling organic things with each other versus the guys who are doing God knows what. And they go off on a lot of tangents, and it was a good conversation, but it was just... If you have two of your maybe top ten of all time, may, well, maybe top fifteen... If you go whole history, I think they're like, they're definitely top ten. I, I'm just thinking like if you do a whole like 50 year sure. history, you may not be able to. Either way, they're two of the top, top 10, ten most over wrestlers. Yeah, two of, of the time. top ten most over ever, mm-hmm. most well known for yeah, sure. Definitely. If they're telling you you are losing fans, and this is what the problem is, just listen. You don't have to do it. Just let him come talk to you. And Mick lives in Long Island, and he has put out texts and stuff. And I don't take Mick as a liar. Like, I'm pretty sure he's being honest about that. 
he has texted Steph and Hunter and been like, look, I'll do it for free. I'll drive up there. I don't mind. And just let me put some bullet points in your ear. You know, I'll be quick. You know, I know y'all are busy. Just give me an hour, hour and a half. And let me just Stanford and drop some knowledge. Yeah. And let me just say, this is how you're losing fans. If you want to fix this. And they just never say yes to it. So the one thing I disagree with that Mick and Stone Cold think is they think shows like Breaking Ground and things like Twitter and all that are hurting WWE. I don't. I disagree like hell. We're in the reality era. I I do agree with where they're coming from because the era that they wrestled in was all kayfabe. It was all character all all the time. All day. There's no mystique anymore to it. Right. Yeah. And and we don't want that. I don't care. We want to know. That's the thing about the social media age of of everything's out there that we're in now. Yeah. Is we want to know. We're we're just whores for information on these people that we care about. Characters Like, like the Boogeyman and El Torito, they don't work. Anymore, not like Baron Corbin yeah. on Breaking Ground. I don't particularly like him. He's kind of a dick, right? I don't like him as a person. Yeah, I don't like him as a wrestler. But you know what? I respect him now because he has explained himself. He has had a venue to say, "This is why I am the way I am. This is why I do what I do." And I can, I can respect yeah. that. Yeah. Versus have before, prob- I don't have any problem with who he is. I'm still not going to pull for him. Right. Exactly. Versus before, when they didn't have that show, I was just like, oh, God, Baron Corbin, I'm going to go piss. Yeah. You know? Um, so it was interesting. It was a good little listen, but uh, it it was long. It took a while to get through. Um, kind of like this show is going to. It tonight. was good. Oh, well, we it, get, we're almost about to wrap who up. Who cares? Let's talk about um, the signing rumors. Which ones? Mick Foley. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Mick. Nice segue. Um, also, and he's going to address this controversy tomorrow, he said. I don't know. Um, Is he it a has controversy, a, really? I think people are like, wait, Mick mysteriously has a problem with WWE right as this happened? Yeah. I think that's oh, okay. why people... Some people are being dicks, yeah. basically. Welcome to the internet. And he put controversy in quotes. Okay. Um, but Mick's going to talk about this tomorrow. But basically, his 23-year-old son had a blog... He didn't really fantasy book. He just kind of said how he would write it, like kind of worked with storylines they already had. Kind of like the guy on What Culture yeah. does, like yeah. how I would book this, yep. WWE do it better. Um, and all of a sudden, that blog is private, and rumors are circulating that his 23-year-old son has been hired by WWE Creative. And the That's other awesome. rumor? The other rumor is his daughter, Noelle, who has been training as a wrestler – um, is no longer interested in an in-ring career, but may be coming into WWE as a backstage interview personality. She's so young. Yeah, that could change. You yeah. know? She is young. She's like 21. She's got a really interesting look, too. Like, she's yeah. gorgeous, but it's, there's something different about yep. her. She has a, I like her look. Um, I'd be interested to see what she can do. But I, I'm very intrigued by the fault. I want the Foley's everywhere. Yeah, me too. I they're, fucking that love they, Mick. They're they good seem like for good business. people. Um. <laughs> yeah, there's I, nothing bad for business about having yeah, Foley's so, involved in what you're doing. No. We'll see what happens. Uh, the rumors I saw today is Mick's son is Kane Dewey will not start until after January 
is what I saw today. But what an awesome I, fucking job! Everything, everything's with a grain of salt. Rumor mill, dirt cheat, yeah, kind of stuff. So we'll see what actually comes of it. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, I love Foley, and I, I want the best for his kids. I hope his family's happy and have great careers, all that stuff. But at the same time, I'm kind of like. Who fucking cares if his son is working for creative? Yeah, what does yeah. that matter? Like, creative is creative. Yeah. We don't know who they are. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe yeah, cool. this just happens to be the son of a hardcore legend. Another rumor that you sent me today is that Maria Canellis is maybe in talks with returning to yes, WWE. Which, uh, what are they going to do with the kingdom if they're Well, no Mike Bennett, their contracts are up with Ring of Honor. Oh. And so they're free agents now. Oh. And NXT so, is going to go after everybody. So there's talks of Bennett and Maria coming to NXT. There's also talks that they're going after Jay Lethal. Lethal's contract is almost up. Yeah, but there's also rumors that they would also sign again with Ring of Honor or New Japan. Oh, I don't blame them on that either. I want them back in WWE. Well, I want Maria back just for selfish reasons. I, don't, I, was, I don't have I any use her. for Mike Bennett. I like Mike Bennett. I want to see him. I don't have any use for Mike Bennett. WWE needs more Faces though, like I just don't see the kingdom playing. Maria face. was never a heel she in wasn't? WWE. She was always baby uh, face, a huge baby face. Yeah, she's just been queen bitch in Ring of Honor here as of late. They just didn't gotcha. have one, I guess. They didn't have any women. Yeah, interesting. So, so we'll see where that that'd goes. be interesting. They I, really didn't. They really just I, had Maria. Yeah, and the belt she had was given to her by Matt Hardy. I mean, yeah. it, it wasn't even I, that she fought for it. it. wasn't until ODB showed up and took it from her. That they had any semblance of a women's division at all. Yeah. And now they got a full blown women of honor. I think the next year of wrestling is going to be very, very interesting. Yeah. Because if NXT gets the full backing of the money, nobody's going to stand a chance. Not even Ring of Honor. Because they can offer more money than anybody else. Which is a shame because I love the Ring of Honor product. And I love a lot of the indie products. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to see indies go away. But at the same time, if NXT throws money at everybody, who's left? Like Lucha Underground. Yeah, fair enough. But it's maybe they'll it's eventually... be interesting because I I do not think TNA lasts a year. I think it is gone by this time next yeah. year. Well, they already had to cancel or postpone their trip to India. They didn't. I don't know that Dixie Carter said exactly why they did that, but I would assume it's money issues. Yeah. Um, um, I don't see Global Force rising up. You've already seen a lot of t- well, you've already seen a lot of TNA talent go to Global Force and yep. change their character because obviously TNA owns it. James Storm is now in NXT and he was a big name in TNA. <laughs> Austin Aries is about to. Yep, I'm sure it's a matter of time till EC3. I would really love it if they signed Austin Aries and we got Austin Aries' girlfriend as well because he she the, he's currently dating Thea Trinidad. Okay. But, yeah, I, I'm really intrigued to see where this next year goes. Me too. It's going to be a good one. Um, you have any other news? I think tidbits? that's all I got. Uh, John Rocker, former Braves pitcher, is going to be at WrestleMerica in Gastonia. And I think it's Thursday, uh, December 17th, which is terrible because it's a Thursday show that starts at like 6 or 7. Ugh. But John Rocker at a wrestling show, I'm sure when April hears this, she'll <laughs> pee a little. <laughs> Can we do Man Candy? Let's do Man Candy. We can do Man Candy. All right, so if you're just now listening, Man Candy is where we look at the men of wrestling on Instagram and other social media outlets and just find some hot pictures and objectify the shit out of them. We do. We slobber all over them. We slobber all over the dudes, but we never do that to women. Nope. Um, And so the nominees this week are Mojo Raleigh, 
What was that thing he had on? Uh, it looks face? like a little is it a little mask, mask. Little some kind of gas, gas mask bandana. thing. Okay, it's an American flag gas mask. Okay, hmm. maybe it's one of those rebreather things like Ricochet had on. Yeah, for maybe. working out. PJ Black. What's up with his uh, playing card socks? I don't know. It looked very emo in this picture. He's kind of sitting in the corner. It looks like a an Derek's album re-looking cover. at his man candy. Like, why did I pick these? It, it looks like it looks like the album cover for like a soft <laughs> rock band. Uh, we had Johnny Gargano looking all... Um, Looks like he's drinking beer in the corner of the ring. He was... It's water. He was putting water oh. in the air. He was letting it just drip all over his glistening body. And, uh, <laughs> That's one way to do it, Johnny Wrestling. Zane Riley just letting it just all hang out. Looks like he Colt just Cabana. got slapped in the back. By slapped Colt in the Cabana. back or in the side Something by Colt. Hurt, you know? and, and he's strutting across the ring. It looked like it hurt like a motherfucker. It does. Um, but those are your nominees, and uh, the winner with the landslide victory is Zane Riley. You don't say for your hmm. second time That's win right. for the Man Candy man of the candy. Week. Congratulations, so be, Zane Riley. He'll be in the running for Man Candy of the Year come uh, here in a week or two. Yeah, That's true. I've got to get we, that list together. That's going to be a fun Woo. one. At least we have a database now. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, well, let's wrap this up. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sad Podcast. You can also join our Facebook group. Like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, and we have a closed group, but you can join it, and we will and we'll invite you as in. As long as you're not spam, you're in. Yeah, yeah, we'll let you in. Just don't sell us flashlights. We're good. Unless we ask you to sell us yeah. a flashlight. I don't mind about flashlights. Have you been looking at my Amazon history? Yes. That's fun. You can follow me um, <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram, at Derek Lawson. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K-L-A-W-S-O-N. Doug, where are you? At Osnogard, O-Z-N-O-G-R-D. Scoot. Where am I? Where are you? I'm on this couch. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you can find Where can me. we follow you on the couch? You can follow me in the middle seat between you and I. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at T-H-E-S-C-O-O-T-3-R. That's it. All right. Bye. See you next Peace week. Bye. Bye.
house 